What is going on, everybody? (laughs) Episode 126. Live. Accountable. Thank you. (laughs) Live from the Green Bay UFO Museum Record Store and Gift Shop. Heck yeah. (laughs) Hold us accountable. Hey, yo. Three of them. Gonna have, gonna have a fort soon. Oh, Ice cold old Milwaukee. God, I could use about 17 more of these. Holy shit balls. Cheers to the crowd. Thanks for coming. Cheers, everyone. Thank you. Big night. Big, big night. I wish we had a camera on all you guys. Oh, I did bring the webcam. Forgot to. We made it. We made it. We got a lot going on. We are up and running, and we are live. Episode one twenty six. Special one. We are yeah, live at the the Green Bay UFO Records. God damn it! UFO Records. UFO at the Green Bay UFO Gift Shop. And record store. Yep. You forgot museum in and, there, but that's oh yeah, right. dream UFO. Gee, <laughs> I've only said it about a million times, yeah. and then anyway, go live and uh, I can't figure it out. Yeah. Get a little shaky. Get the nerves yeah. out. All right, hold on. Let me get a. There we go. There you there go, we bud. Go. Thanks for everybody <sighs> tuning in, yeah. joining yes. us live. Special episode. Oh, this is super very special, special episode. Max, yeah. what do we do? Man. What do we do here on this podcast, yeah. bud? So yeah, if anyone out there in the audience is, is new to Holds Accountable, what we do here on Holds Accountable is we try a new skill, a new challenge about every month. Then once a week, we talk about it, the ups, downs, the good parts, the not-so-fun parts. The, if you're uh, good, if you're bad, if you just sucked and... Nope. <laughs> Probably should never do it again. Yep. So, like, uh, for example, some of the things we've tried in the past. Uh, first thing we did was jujitsu. Yep, mm. we did some done some woodworking, a little bit of woodworking projects, oh, yeah. couple of them. We've uh, done some stand up comedy. Yep, some good ones, some really, <laughs> really bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the whole point of our podcast is to do something, get us out of our comfort zone, mm. and get out of the just regular working every day try something new and spice yeah. up spice yeah. up the everyday life a little bit gives us yeah. a reason to get together uh talk hang yeah. out and then also you know we're just True. trying to trying to uh you know uh invigorate uh you know yeah lo- broaden the horizon, broaden the horizon. yeah and drink beer and drink, drink beer. some beers yeah uh so yeah is there anyone out in the audience is, is anyone trying something new currently anyone uh Oh, way in the, the back. back. What you got? <laughs> what are you trying? Uh, coming to a podcast. Ooh, coming to a podcast. All right. Going to a live podcast. There right. we go. Anybody, oh, yeah. anybody else? <laughs> anybody else out there? Anybody? <laughs> yep. I picked up an airbrush and started playing around with that. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Very awesome. cool. That's cool. Very cool. Has that been, you've been liking it, enjoying it? Yeah, it's amazing. Okay. What kind of projects have you worked on with it? I've just been starting out beginning. Nice. Working on, uh, probably painting miniatures, uh, gaming miniatures. And oh, okay. Very cool. That's awesome. So, pretty interesting. Hell yeah. yeah. Good nice. Anybody else? Yeah, there yeah, you go. Exactly. Nice. That's good. the whole point <laughs> of the show is something you've always wanted to try, but maybe yeah. life gets in the way and you're just like, I'll do that next week or next month, and then it turns into two years later. Yeah. Let us know. Yo! Pew, 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 pew. Hey. 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 
How's that going? A lot of highs, a lot of lows. Want to go on a want to go on a first date to the UFO museum and record store? Nice. There you go. Hell yeah. There we go. That's awesome. Sounds good. Anybody Very else? Nice. Anybody? Anybody? Mom? Well, Trying any new <laughs> beers yeah, lately? Trying a new... First time. We're all kind of first time. I don't shame Have you had Old Milwaukee before? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> no. Probably not. I definitely have not had it, so... Uh, <laughs> Well, well, you'll, you'll we'll, figure it out. We'll tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, if it's, it, yeah. Well, so buckle we'll, up and figure it out. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, so we're drinking Old Milwaukee. We'll get to why we're drinking it and, yeah. and everything. And, yeah. Um, but, but, um, I think uh, it's time to bring up the the fourth member of our our crew yes, here tonight. The so, reason we're here. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest on the show tonight. He's an entrepreneur, an inventor, an entertainment pioneer, and author. He was born and raised here in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and amongst many things, he is the founder of the first lighted dance floor manufacturing company in the United States. At 16, he completed hand-making his very own movie camera. He ran a pirate radio station for five years, which outperformed many of the other local radio stations in the ratings. He developed Wisconsin's first all-night TV station, First mobile DJ service, first independent video production company, and first drone media production company. Uh, he's truly ahead of his time, and his fingerprints will forever be on the entertainment and media production industries. From filming homemade movies on his homemade movie camera to hosting lip sync battles, he is a natural entertainer. Please welcome Doug Hyde! Yeah, watch the court. Watch the court. Yep, yep. What an intro. Yeah. That, got me, that got me hyped up. I <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. This is great. Bringing Doug Welcome up. Welcome up now. here, hey, Doug. Hey, Doug. Got to try those headphones out. See if oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Put on the cans, oh, as we perfect. like to call it in the industry. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> awesome. Go. Sounding good. Sounding good. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Awesome <laughs> to have you here, Doug. Yes, thank you for joining us again. Uh, yeah. Last time you were on the show is episode 52. Yep. Best episode. Probably the greatest yeah. episode we've ever done. <laughs> yep. 71 episodes ago. You guys uh -huh. have done 71 yeah. episodes yep. since yep. I was yeah. last on. Yep. Probably drank about wow. a thousand beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been right? a good time. But yeah, yeah. welcome so, to the show. And Doug, as you know, uh, here on Holds Accountable, we, obviously we like to try new things. Uh, you know, every every month we try something new, but but something we we try new every week is a new beer, and this week is no different. And mm -hmm. uh, we save the best for first here on Holds Accountable. It's our beer week. <laughs> we recorded this song yeah. on our this last Doug time. Yeah. This was recorded on episode 52 with Doug. <laughs> We've kept it ever since. Beer of the week. Beer of the week. You remember recording that one, Doug? You can come up with that yeah, that was good. You want to pass that down? So we picked this beer because. Oh, you need another one down there? Might as well. Might as well. Yeah, feel free whenever you can walk in front of the camera. There's also soda and water and stuff up here too. Makes it kind of look more like a live, you know. Feel free. It's all right. Feel free. Snacks, funny. 
So why are we drinking? Well, don't overdo it. Why are we drinking this beer? I know why. Yeah, why is Tell that? us why, Doug. Well, you guys asked me what kind of beer I drank early on, and I told you in the, in the first uh, interview with you guys that I drank old Milwaukee beer for the first, was the first beer I ever had in my life. And okay. I just thought for the rest of my life, that's what beer is supposed to taste like. <laughs> and as I'm here tonight, I have to honestly tell you, I have not had an uh, old Milwaukee beer in years. Oh, yeah. since awesome. the first one? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Cheers. This Cheers. is great. Cheers. Beer yeah. of the week. Cheers to everyone. Cheers, All everybody. Right. So yes. you said the this was the first beer you've ever had. Well, uh, yes. Yep. And how did you? How did you? Did you just like my brother snuck me the beer? Oh, okay. He, was, nice. he went you know off into the navy. He, uh, er, I'm sorry, the air force. He came back uh, on break or leave as they call it. And uh, my dad always kept some beer in the refrigerator in the basement in case somebody came over. But my mom and dad didn't drink. Okay. Okay. So my brother. He's in the service, and he's drinking. Of course. And I'm 15 years old, and my big brother's drinking beer, and I'm like, can I have some of that? That looks nice. That, that looks pretty tasty. So I got, I, yeah, and so I got some, uh, t- tasted it. And Is it, uh, Does it taste the same? As good as you remember, or? Amazingly, yeah, it does, because I, I remember going <laughs> to get a, a McDonald's cheeseburger 20 years ago, mm. and you get one today, they don't taste the same. The cheese no? is uh, something different, and the mm. bun's something different, and the meat's a little what? I don't know. Not but, real? Uh, they're still, they're still, <laughs> still doing okay. All right. I'd say they're pretty good. I think this is the first time I've ever had one. Not too shabby. Yeah. yeah. We like to, uh, with the beer of the week, we like to rate them. Uh, oh, we yeah. got our oh, own, yeah. own little scale. Uh, we rate them off uh, four different categories, which is uh, drinkability. Probability you drink the beer again, uh, attractability, how the beer can looks, and uh, chugability. Yes. Yes. I'd say, yes. you know, honestly, for never, this is a pretty cool can. It's simple, uh, but classic. I, I really like the can, honestly. Makes me feel like I'm drinking beer on the dance machine dance floors. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the shape of the bottom of a beer can. Yeah. Oh, they got one little rim. Almost every beer can you look at. Well, every beer can, every company patents that shape of their can. And the reason they have that little extension on the bottom of the can is in the brewing manufacturing. It's on a conveyor belt that's hot and okay. moving to a to out to a cold area. Mm. So instead of moving a conveyor belt from hot to cold, which is inefficient, they have the conveyor acting like little footsteps okay oh. and so they walk ah. they walk the can across walkie, and walkie. that way the the conveyor belt that's hot stays hot that's cold stays cold and that this is so that it doesn't affect the temperature of the of the liquid inside the can people who love beer Look are serious that. geniuses yeah. thank you for sharing yeah. <laughs> i mean i can find i can drink beer, beer feeling yeah. a little yeah. smarter now you know can't so uh, you got to make sure you don't ruin the beer. That's, you know, uh, <laughs> whatever you do, don't ruin the beer. Yeah, just yeah. drink it. Right, exactly. <laughs> you want to rate this thing? Yeah. yeah let's get us start, start us off, Doug. Oh. Scale of one, uh, one to ten. One to ten. Drinkable. Well, I can't go ten because nothing's ever perfect, but I'll give this at least a 9.6. Oh, wow. Oh, I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, this is my old Alamada kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Nostalgic, nostalgic yeah, I was gonna say, beer. Got some nostalgia yes. behind it. It is America's beer. Say it ain't so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not bad. Well, Carl, you want to rate her next? Yeah, yeah I'll rate go it. Go down the line, bud. I'll give it a. Uh, I'm gonna go seven point two. 
Seven point okay. two. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Doug. Not bad. Yeah, Not was, bad. What well, uh, what what don't you like about it? I mean, I feel like it's nothing too crazy. It's just, I mean, it's kind of just like drinking a bush light. Drinking it. I think you gave bush light a ten out of ten. Well, though, I mean, so yeah, I don't know. It's not adding up. Okay. It's. It's yeah. not my favorite, but it's it's still pretty good. So we'll okay. go seven point okay. two. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. Bush light ten out of ten still. <laughs> I take that though. Sorry. All right, I'll go uh oh, let me take one more sip. Oh yeah, it's good stuff. Gotta That's be cold. Stuff. And it and they're ice cold. Yeah. They're ice cold. I'm gonna go I really like these. I'm gonna go and you know, uh we don't do affordability, we do attractability now, yeah. but Seventeen bucks for a thirty rack. Oh, I mean, Bush oh, lights. Bush lights. Twenty two bucks now. I'm like, yeah. what are we doing here? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight point three seven. Ooh, not 8. bad. Eight point three yeah. seven. That's a good score. Yep. Jamo. Well, I think I'm going closer to Doug. I mean, this is a tasty treat. <laughs> it is. A you tasty know what I mean? Treat. I have to go nine point four five. Wow. Yeah. Whoa, Carl! I love me I'm some sorry. light beers. Carl, I, I was know, being tough. I, I guess. guess, yeah. I know, Carl. You like you prefer those uh, microbrewery beers. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I know some beer drinkers that prefer those. Sure. Uh, and the, these kinds of beers, like Old Milwaukee Hams, uh, Straws oh, of the World. Don't Schlitz. get Don't get Carl started on Hams. <laughs> I do love dog. Hams. I don't know why I rated this so damn low, this but the well, maybe the next score will be a little higher. But. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's what actually, anyone else, what uh anyone drink ability what Well I have a question. Sure. So would you drink this if you have bush light with a slice of lime? <laughs> I do love that myself, I tell you and what. They make I they didn't have them at Walmart, but they make old Milwaukee light. So I don't maybe that'd be these are just old bush. Milwaukee heavies. Heavies. Diesel. Heavies. Yeah. Heavy It d- yeah, Budweiser. Yeah, Budweiser, they are. Yeah. They do kind of taste like diesels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you usually tell us a little history about the beer. Oh huh? yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Max, about so we we'll we'll uh, who's I, making old Milwaukee? Milwaukee so here, here's the thing, time. Doug. I kind of screwed it up a little bit and forgot to get into that right away. So that's my <laughs> bad. So we're, we'll rate them and then we'll do history on them. Yep. So yeah, yeah that's we'll kind of dropped the ball there. Been. Anyway, that's all right. Anyway, <laughs> you know how it goes. Huh. Only well, 126 episodes yeah. in. You think we'd have it figured out? By yeah. Now. yeah, yeah. All right. So next is uh, probability you drink it again. Is, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, you're out at a bar. You order one. You take a sip. Put one down. Would you? Would you order this again? I'd never turn one down, and I'd order one. Uh, oh. Actually, I'm going to order another one. I'm going to done with this <laughs> yeah. one. Sounds like a 10 out of 10. <laughs> so yeah, what what's the what's your rating for probability you drink it again? One uh-huh. through ten. Uh-huh. One through ten. 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 Uh-huh. ten. I love uh-huh. it. I love it. Give them ten more. Yeah. <laughs> ten more. <laughs> Carl, what, what do you got? All right. I'm going to be a little nice. two over there? Give me an 8.8. I'll do another. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make up for lost time. I'll tell you what. These are very good. I'm I'm just going to go nine flat. Nine flat. flat. Not love too it. shabby. Big fan. I'll give it a, a nine big. six. B- Nine six. Whoa! Wow. Close to a ten. <laughs> Holy! Shame I think that. they taste pretty close to bush light, and I love bush lights. So. so, you guys, what's your um, zero to one to ten? The chance that you'll have Old Milwaukee as your beer of the week again? Oh, oh man! Well, it might not be the beer of the week again, <laughs> but we're probably gonna have the stew stocked with them now. We'll yeah, get, right. always have a. Now that I mean, go in and see bush light is. Twenty-three bucks and Old Milwaukee's seventeen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> might Old become Milwaukee the new, is, yeah. 
might become the new fridge staple down in the stew, you know? Yeah, tell know. the manager to stock our fridge. Right, yeah. You know? Schlitz, Old Milwaukee, and Blatt. <laughs> Makes you wonder, what's, what, what's the difference in the price? The water they use? Or I get, hey, I got it. It, the water in Milwaukee is pretty beer. Yeah. <laughs> pretty potent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. All right, All right, next. Uh, what do we got next here? Chugability. Oh, chugability. Oh. Hell yeah. Everyone can Everyone, feel free everyone, to grab participate your beer, in this one. Lift her up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, ooh. Ooh. Hey, I mean, that's, that's nice. Oh, that's that's not it? bad. Oh, that's pretty good. Little, little that's pretty damn you get me fired up there, and then you cut the music. Chug- I know. Well, we gotta save a little for the end. <laughs> Chug them a little too easy. I'm starting to tap my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all, we got, we could clear a dance floor here. We right? could, yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah. We could. We could. Did you bring one with you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are smooth. They're very smooth. Doug, what chugability? How easy was it? There we go. Was it for you to chug oh, it down? Uh, it's almost half gone already. <laughs> Another ten out of ten. Another ten out of ten. <laughs> ten. Oh, <laughs> tens across the board. Just run it back. Run it back, man. All right, Garl, old Milwaukee. I'm gonna give it a nine point two. We're bumping it up. That is guy. nice. That's a good beer. Doesn't like to sip on, but he likes to chug right? on. Yeah, Damn. exactly. <laughs> Goes down like Milwaukee water. <laughs> That's nice. It's nice. That's what, what comes out of the tap in their in their kitchen. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Old Milwaukee. Love it. Uh, I will go. I'll go eight point nine seven. All right, yeah, not yeah, too well, bad. Like it. I think Old Milwaukee Big Brewery should know about this. Your ratings. Oh, yeah. I think so too. I mean, they would. They should sponsor, sponsor this. Could be a commercial know? for them. I mean, yeah. really. That's, That's what I'm saying. We've been saying that every time we do beer of the week. Every <laughs> time, it's like, man, this two should years, be the years, commercial for that brewery. Fifty beers later, <laughs> yeah. More than hundred fifty. Well, Max, what do you but, got? I gave it an 8.97. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to give it a 9.31. Oh, oh man. Sticking to the nines. And, uh, I mean, that goes Golly, down pretty smooth. Hey, there we go. There we go. Worms, you tell me, don't you know? Chug, look, chug, look. Grape wine in a mess. You know, we've been... Hey, 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 hey. All right, we got one more. Chug, 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 One more. A little Roger Miller. Me, 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 this is booze. Chug a lug, chug a lug. Oh, <laughs> Roger Miller got him up for another oh, one. Oh, oh. No, we're, we're we're well, I'm going to need another one if you're over there. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Yeah, if you're over there. I'm good, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my son, by the way, but we'll talk about that yeah. later. Doug Heim, everybody. Doug hey. Yeah, there's another Doug Heim here. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It's going to get confusing. <laughs> <laughs> if there are about six more of these beers, we're not going to know. Yeah. Like, hey, you come up here, dude. Sit next to the old man. Let's come talk here, about dog. it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now we're on to what? Attractability? Yes. Last one. Yeah, last, last one. Attractability. Last. The look of the can. How's the can look? If you saw this walking through the store, it's just something you'd buy. Looks like Christmas. Tis the season. Yes, it does. I like it. Looks like a billboard. Simple. Uh, I like the pinstripes on them. You know, I like the, uh, (laughs) you know, I like, you know, there's not much not to like about it. It's like an old Wisconsin beer. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like a Schlitz can. What do you expect? Yeah. (laughs) This looks good. It's nice. 
Audience, what do you think out there? Is a can you like the candy or do you not like the candy? Maybe it's too simple for you. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We need. It's like it's got like a little vest. <laughs> to me, it kind of reminds me of a. That's true. Perfect. Simple. That's true. It kind of reminds uh-huh. me of a, a Campbell's soup can. Yeah, it does. Oh, Warm cup of go. soup just, and a it cold. Just, <laughs> it just doesn't have the gold little, little <laughs> thing there. Cold. You know, they uh-huh. can suck those down pretty good too. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you say? One through ten. What do you think about the look of this can? Ten. Oh, I I, I would give it an eight. But, oh, uh, okay. okay. I mean, maybe it could be improved on, but I wouldn't even know how to suggest it without giving it some thought. <laughs> yeah, eight's fair. Eight's good. Fair that's, hey, that's a. I'm gonna go. Oh no, Carl. I'm sorry. My I'll bad. give him an eight point three. Oh, I think it's a nice looking can. Hey, it's not uh, too shabby. I'm too gonna. Shabby. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna uh, nine flat again. I really like it. I'm a sucker for simple. Yep. Keep, Keep it, it simple. simple. Stupid. Stupid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss my can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you can, yes, if you I can. can. Yeah. Uh, hey, don't uh, tempt uh, me. I'll. Get in there. <laughs> where's, the do- where's the door to get out of yeah. here? <laughs> it's only getting weirder. Oh, oh I thought we were talking about making out with a can. Oh, what are you talking about, Don? I don't there? know what oh. you're talking about, man. <laughs> I'll give it an 8.8, though. Oh, there we go. All right, let's see what uh, total. It's a damn so, uh, Yeah, so our total came out to an 8.78, not including Doug's 10 out of 10. So I think it's in the 9s. Yeah, it's definitely into the 9s. Not too bad. Not too bad. That's a good score. It's a good beer. That's a great. I mean, this is a great beer. I'm not. I wasn't too sure. You know, I don't. You know, we're going to bring it it back. Definitely going to bring it back. I don't know why it's not more popular than it is, but I think it's because of a generation change. Like, I don't think I even. I don't know if I've ever seen this in like a store, to be honest. Where did you get this? (laughs) Walmart. Walmart. I guess yeah. I have. Oh, I guess I just oh, am no, not no. looking for oh, it. Oh, no, no, the road. I'm yeah. usually I'm usually going one spot, corner bush light box. I had right, to go to the out. black market. Some guy was some guy, guy was yeah. broke down on thought, the side of the road yeah. and he had a couple cases and I just swooped up yeah. and grabbed yeah, him. Opened I, up the trunk. Right. Like, oh, let me help you, bud. Oh, I thought maybe this load. is the same case your brother picked that first beer out of way back. What? I don't know. <laughs> what? Let's get into what? 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 All right. All right. Love it. Let's yeah. Get into a little bit of the history about the beer, huh? Yep. 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 And real quick, and I drop I dropped the ball on this or the start the show, so I I feel really bad. We're like I like we said we're live at the Green Bay UFO Museum Gift Shop and Records. I got yeah. Finally got it right. Nice. Nice. And this, so this place is like if your holidays are coming up, and if you need something like a, a fun, cool gift to get someone, this is the place to go to here in Green Bay. I mean, it's like one of the coolest collections of yeah. different toys, mm-hmm. records, clothes, like that you can find here in Green Bay. So it's one of the most unique places I've been to yes, here in Green Bay. Awesome. So super sweet. Uh, Thank you for that, letting us do this. Yeah, it's awesome. Big shout out. To to the Green Bay UFO Museum gift shop and records, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> place is sweet. And uh, oh. all right, so so now uh, let's a uh, little bit of history about Old Milwaukee. Yeah, um, 
So Old Milwaukee is a brand of American dry lager owned by the Paps Brewing Company and consists of four different brews. Old Milwaukee Lager, Old Milwaukee Light, Old Milwaukee Non-Alcoholic. Boo. Boo. Uh, old, oh, oh and Old Milwaukee Ice. Ew. Uh, <laughs> uh, old Milwaukee is brewed throughout the U.S. And, uh, okay, don't need to worry about that. Uh, a little bit, a little more history. Old Milwaukee beer was first brewed in the 1930s as a value-priced beer by the Joseph Schlitz Brewing Company. Uh, but then in 1982, the Schlitz Brewing Company and Old Milwaukee brand were acquired by Stroh Brewing Company of Detroit. Another good beer. In 2000, Stroh's and all its beer brands and recipes were acquired by Paps Brewing Company, where the brand currently resides. So right now, this is being brewed by Pabst. Um Canada is the one exception, those goddamn Canades. Uh, in 1999, Sleeman Breweries of Gulith, Ontario, a division of Sapporo Breweries, acquired Stro Canada, becoming the Canadian manufacturer and distributor of Old Milwaukee. Uh, so there's that. Carl, you got something about Schlitz over there, yeah, huh? Yeah, Schlitz. Joseph Schlitz Brewing Company was, so this is who brewed uh, Old Milwaukee. For, yeah, the, yes, uh, the first one. So very first. Joseph uh, Schlitz Brewing Company was an American brewery based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and was once the largest producer of beer in the United States. Its namesake beer, Schlitz, was known as the beer that made Milwaukee famous. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell Schlitz. Yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> Schlitz is good, too. I don't mind Schlitz. That was uh, going to be that was second. Second. Beer we would have got. Yeah, maybe next week we'll do Schlitz. Why not? Yeah. Uh, and it was advertised with the slogan, "When you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer." <laughs> I mean, goddamn. <laughs> Schlitz first became the largest beer producer in the U.S. in 1902, and enjoyed the status as several points during the first half of the 20th century, uh, ex- exchanging the title with uh, Anheuser Busch multiple times during the 50s. Anheuser, you mentioned Anheuser. Yeah, they were a brewery in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Really? And they were considered the beer that made Milwaukee jealous. Really? Ah, yeah. okay, okay. Oh, we got another Careful. taker for there an old Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, digging. We got another case in the car, so feel oh, free. Shit, do we? <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, we do. Sure do. Sure do. Came prepared. Nice. Uh, couldn't figure everything else out, but figured the beer out. All right. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so, yeah, a little bit about Paps now, since that's who is currently brewing old Milwaukee. Uh, the history of Paps Brewing Company can be traced to 1842 when Jacob Best Jr. and his brother Charles Best immigrated to America from Mettenheim, Germany. Uh, once they arrived in Milwaukee, they, be- they began a small vinegar works and uh, seeing the possibilities in the fledgling frontier town. And then in 1844, Jacob Best Sr. created the brewery of Best & Company, with his four sons, Jacob Jr., Charles, Philip, and Lorenz. Interesting. Jacob, Chuck, and Philip, and then Lorenz. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, bu- 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 uh, I, this is why I shouldn't uh, stop reading. Uh, being partners <laughs> in the new... Uh, okay, uh, production in these early days consisted only of 300 barrels per annum? Anum? A-N-N-U-M? What does that mean? Anyone know what A-N-N-U-M means? 
Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, all right, we'll move on. In 1850, <laughs> Charles and Lorenz Best left the family business to start their own brewery, which they named the Plank Road Brewery and eventually became known as the Miller Brewing Company. Ah, there's a little uh, little fun fact out there. What was the name before Miller Brewing Company? Plank Road Brewery. All right, so uh, don't forget that, everyone. I didn't uh, know that. Um, all right, again, why do I stop? Why do I... Uh, and then it was purchased by Frederick. Thanks, Shamo. <laughs> Can you just keep your finger right there on the screen? No, so, I, yeah. Uh, purchased by Frederick Miller. And then Jacob Best Sr., he retired in 1853. And by 1859, Philip was the sole proprietor, thus changing the name to the Philip Best Brewing Company. Uh, Best's eldest daughter, Maria, met. Oh, so, so then this guy, Philip Best, he had a daughter, Maria. And she met a guy named Frederick Pabst in 1860, and uh, and they married two two years later. And then in 1864, Pabst purchased half interest of the brewing company for twenty one thousand dollars and became vice president. Wow, what a steal! Wow. Jeez, <laughs> what year was Damn. that? 1864. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Still a steal. Still a steal. I I, I mean. Just marry into a brewery and then like, yeah, let me uh, let me oh, chip, a, chip a couple shillings your way and I'll get a in there. Couple shillings. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of how it all. That's how Paps got into it, and then in the 1864. So yeah, nice. I mean, there's there's probably about another half an hour worth of history, but uh, I don't Welcome think. Welcome to we our need book to, reading of the yeah. Paps yeah. history. Yeah. <laughs> well, regardless of all the history, <laughs> I like beer. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. I like beer. Thank God all these people, uh, you know, it started off as a vinegar works company and then it <laughs> fucking went into someone else's name and then another per. I mean, Jace, people love beer and thank God. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Th- th- speaking of thanking God for beer, do you know that the Egyptians <laughs> drank beer? Really? 5,000 years ago, they were drinking beer, brewing it, and to this day, you guys, nobody knows who invented beer. Wow. Nobody knows. Wow. Interesting. Much like you, they were very ahead of their time. Yeah. Well, somebody was out there. <laughs> Beer, hell, boy! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I get a little... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so yeah, that's the that's the history of old Milwaukee. I mean, now it's it's in Paps, uh, you know, it's in the Paps company, and Damn they're good. brewing it. They've got four different kinds. They've, you know, lager, light, non-alcoholic, and ice. So, I mean, shout out to old Milwaukee, Paps and Schlitz. Cheers. Yes, cheers. Cheers, cheers everybody. Cheers. 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 Oh. cheers. 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 <laughs> Carl, you want to play the beer of the, oh, beer of the week music? I thought Thank you had some trivia. Oh, we do. God if you want to do Thank some you. trivia. No, no, yes, let's do trivia. Thanks, <laughs> right. Carl. You try not to jump the gun. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah, so we got some trivia that right. we can do uh, with the crowd, a little little trivia about beer. Uh, so let's see. Wait, is this the right one? It's not. That was Would You Rathers. That's not trivia. All right. So let's see. All right. So this is kind of going off what you just said. but yeah. Winner so. of trivia gets an Old Milwaukee or <laughs> Dr. Thunder. <laughs> or a Sam's Diet Cola. Yep. You take your pick of the yep. tree. Uh, or we got Cheez-Its. We got... All kinds of stuff. Anyway, a lot of archaeological evidence suggests that beer was first produced in what country and when? Germany. So we've got we've got Germany? Uh, we've got Germany. We've got Germany in 100 BC, China 7,000 BC, or Persia. I don't see Egypt anywhere in here, so this is wrong. Uh, 
But yeah, Germany, China, or Persia? What do you? What do you? Well, I don't know the answer, I'm saying, so I'm I'm right along. I don't know. Persia, 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 Persia. All right. Some people are going Persia. If you get it wrong, you have to take a drink. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Still open. Yeah. Welcome to the live Welcome podcast. The live this, is, this is Hold Us Accountable. <laughs> We're doing a live podcast here, man. Yeah. You can walk yeah. around. Yeah, you can free, walk, yeah. walk around. <laughs> Grab a snack. Grab a snack if you want. Anything you need, man. <laughs> like, what the f- Trying to get a fucking vinyl. <laughs> Am I really here? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? We're going to need to see your ID before yeah. you come in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's see the answer. Let's see. Uh, China. China. Oh. All right. We've got, we got a couple uh, smarty uh, pants. Uh, right, I, think we, I think we all have to take a drink because we got go. it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't Cheers, mind fellas. if I do. Made in Japan. Made in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, question number two. During the brewing process of beer, the fermentation transforms sugar into two components Alcohol and the options are carbon dioxide, malt, or nitrogen. Uh, yep. You got carbon dioxide, malt. Of course, yeah, please. Yeah, man. man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Absolutely. We got 30 more in the car, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> now you got old Milwaukee. Have a good night. Have a good night, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. He just won trivia without even knowing what to do. Yeah. Did, did I just see that? Yeah, did that just happen? <laughs> did that just really yeah. happen? <laughs> I, that's awesome. I love that. That's the. Why yeah. you, well, they're going to come back with the be, whole group. You know? might be the coolest thing that's ever <laughs> Man, happened. Man, they got a party going down here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what do we got? Carbon dioxide, malt, nitrogen. What Wait, it? what was the question? I'm sorry. I was baffled by it. <laughs> All right, so when, when beer is being brewed, the fermentation uh, transforms sugar into two components, alcohol and there's carbon dioxide, malt, or nitrogen. Carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide. I, th- carbon thinking, dioxide. I think carbon dioxide Fallen, is pretty... Following the crowd. Uh, excuse me. Consensus answer there. Hey, we were all right, everyone. Hey! Since we were all right, everyone take a drink. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good job, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Smartest shit over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> which beer company made a significant contribution to the invention of a yeast strain that is currently used in many brewing <laughs> products? We got Carlsberg, Budweiser, he no. Budvar, <laughs> or Heineken. Okay. I'm going to say Heineken. Carlsberg. 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 Yeah, right. I'll go Carlsberg. Yeah. Carl going Carlsberg. Uh, big surprise. That's oh! Carlsberg! Oh! Yeah! <laughs> Knew it the whole time. I'd never heard of it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, we'll do a couple more here. We won't We won't waste yeah. too much time. We'll, do, <laughs> we'll get a couple more. <laughs> two more? Two we'll more. Two, two more. more. All right, here. This one looks kind of fun. What are the four main ingredients in most types of beer? We've got hops, yeast, rye, and barley. Molasses, yeast, malt, and water. Yeast, hops, malt, and water. Water. <laughs> wow. Whichever one has water in it is probably right. Uh, yeast, hops, I'm malt, gonna go and a. water. I'm going to go A. 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 
See, I, yeah, I'm gonna go C as well. See, Doug, what do you think? What do you think, Doug? Water. Think, well, water. well, two of them had water. Yeah. Which one? We got molasses, oh. yeast, malt, and water, or yeast, hops, malt, and water. Hops. Okay, we got C here. Let's see. Oh, that's right. C is right. The uh, who said A or B is I wrong? Said a. I said All A. All right, take a drink. I'll take a drink with you. Why not? I think I've been drinking every time. Yeah, that's the way to do it, honestly. I mean, how else would you do it? All right, let's find a good one here. Let's find a good one. Bob, are you, one. About, are you ready to get but, another but, beer there? Oh, okay. You need one? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm going to say. If you're well, no, because I, I need one, so. I, I always said I like how you say you need a beer. You don't want a beer. Yeah. Need, 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 need a beer. is much need different need than you We're going to have to dip into that other, other case in the car. There you go. We're already yeah. down 30 beers. Oh, <laughs> It's going to be a good episode. Be a cool episode <laughs> if we weren't running through beers. <laughs> huh? uh, All right, last one. All right, let's one. do this one. Let's uh let's uh not don't mean to be political, but who was the first US president to brew beer inside the White House? Ooh. <laughs> so we got Bill Clinton. I did not brew beer George in Washington. the White House. <laughs> George Washington. <laughs> I, I did not. That's my guess. All right, so yeah, we got Oh, no, I'm sorry. We got Bill Clinton, George Bush, or Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Oh. Bill Clinton, George, George Bush, or Barack Obama. George W. Barack Bush. Obama. Bush. 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 Obama. You think Bush brewed? Bush. Bush. <laughs> uh, Bill Clinton, George Bush, Barack Obama. Bush was silver, so I doubt it would have been. Okay. Uh, Clinton? Barack? I, I, I guess Obama. I'm going to go Obama. I'm going to go Obama. <laughs> Obama's correct. Obama really? was the first. God. What? Now my favorite president of Barack's Barley's. If that, if that, didn't, that didn't establish it. And Barack's, Barack's, Barack's Barley's. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, viewers, did you have any idea that you could learn so much from HUA? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I didn't know we we're, could learn so much yeah, from We're H-U-A. an educational show. I'm going to spell a word later. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Wait till you get your dictionary <laughs> stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Anyways. Oh, my car's locked, oh, yeah. too. That's all right. The keys are in my backpack. We can, okay. get, we can figure that out. We'll yeah. figure that out. But yeah, yeah no, so that's... that's I mean, that's our... Hey, Take that, us out. Yeah. All right. Trivia. We rated it. We did trivia. We gave the history on Old Milwaukee. God damn it. That's our beer of the week. That's the beer of the week. Ow. Beer of the week. Beer of the week. I do love beer. Put it in my belly. Put it in my belly. Yeah, beer. Oh, yeah. Beer is good. I love beer a lot. Beer of the week. Beer of the week! Beer of the week! Beer of the week! Hell yeah. Let's get into what we Man. came here for, huh? Yeah, right. Well, we, yeah, we just did the beer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What else? Is there anything else? Yeah. yeah. I think we're done. Yeah, right? I think we're that, good. That was, Help yourselves to snacks. Right. That, <laughs> was, that was why we set this whole thing up for... <laughs> no, the reason why we set this whole thing up was... For the main man himself, Doug Heim. Hell yeah! And uh, Doug, you gotta you blame got, me. We, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is all his fault. Yep. So, uh, but but no. So one of the reasons uh, the first the first time we kind of got introduced with Doug was from your book that you yep. were writing, and that was one of our challenges. We read your book, and that yep. I mean, just reading something was a challenge yeah. in and of itself. For first us. book I read since sixth grade. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
It's the first book I wrote since sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> you were writing in sixth grade? Yeah. No. I was still trying to I learn. I was drawing it. pictures of wall sockets. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so so we read his book and we had and then we interviewed Doug and that was mm-hmm. another kind of challenge for us was not only reading and then <laughs> sounds so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It, I mean it was. Let's be I mean, to, re- to yeah. read a book. It took we, us a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I still don't think Shamo's read the full book, honestly. Yeah. I think he's still working on it. I but. struggle with words, okay. <laughs> but it was an it was an interesting the book was it wasn't it just good reading a book. Yeah, it was stories, and yeah. it was uh, grabbed your atten- attention, and it was uh, yeah. reeled this into mm-hmm. kind of your mind and what, how it all came about. Yeah. So we had him on. We interviewed him, and now Doug has his own podcast coming up. Yep. And <clears throat> Doug, I mean, what a, what a tell us a little bit about your podcast and what what you're doing with it. Yeah. Well, that's the reason I got a hold of you guys. You guys, like I said earlier, did 71 episodes since I last was on. Yeah. And. Uh, Every once in a while, I peek and watch your cast, and uh, uh, I got be, after being on your your cast, I got this idea of what should I do with all this uh, footage I've been digitizing, right? All this okay. old mm-hmm. analog, uh, nostalgic stuff, yeah, right. And I I've been storing it, hauling it with me, and all these years, and now I've got some time to uh, do something with it, and I don't know what that is. But I was inspired by being on your podcast, and I hey. thought, well, why don't I do that? Yeah. And I can awesome. do, release it that way. Um, but I also, if you notice when I uh, pitched this program, is I look for everybody else's out, uh, input. You know, I want to know your suggestions, your requests, your ideas, anything that you have that I can make the show better. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to, I've already in the can of the first two episodes. The one okay. that's going to be uh um, released on December 1st is in the can. It's done. Awesome. And also the one uh, episode two is also done. Oh. And I uh, hope to inter- uh, release that on January 1st and then release one uh, every first of the month. Okay. okay. Once and a month dropping. Yeah. Up. So that's <laughs> what I'm hoping for. But I have to keep this fun. I don't want to make it a, become a job. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. If it becomes a job, I, I won't do it. That's number one. And number two, I want to see if there's really an audience out there because that will motivate me to keep doing it. Sure. If okay. I don't have an audience out there, um, that, where's the motivation? Right. So. Yeah. So I'm, I'm swinging the bat. I've got all this stuff. I'm going to uh, launch a podcast on YouTube uh, and roll the dice and i'll tell you all the response i've seen so far is 100 percent positive nobody's awesome. saying you know you suck you know yeah <laughs> right, yeah well how could they i mean that'd be ridiculous well, i've had people they, do if they say that videos, so. <laughs> <laughs> if they would have said that they need to put a couple old milwaukee's in their head yeah, there you go. get them thinking <laughs> straight so <laughs> were your it. your first two episodes uh recording them uh producing them editing them was it a good experience the first I know it was time-consuming. You kind of explained to us last night the way you go about it, and it's, I mean, that's do you not have, even close to what we do. But. Before I do that to your audience out there, <laughs> or for your audience, yeah. to them or for them, um, I think you should if play a portion of the promo, just a part yeah, where absolutely. I introduce the video, because Definitely. then I can point something out okay. that's kind of unique. So sure. I'll let you, let you guys take control there. Yeah, and while Shamo's pulling this up, what is... How can people find you on YouTube? Do they just search Doug Heim? Do they search TJ and the Ant? Um, well, I'm no expert on that, but my guess would be the way I've been finding it is just type in TJ and the Ant. Okay. And Or Doug Heim. Okay. Uh, but 
TJ Nance seems to be the way to go because I don't know how I did it, but early on I've got like two YouTube channels. Okay. One's got a lot of my other stuff, and then there's another one with some other stuff, and so I had to pick one of the two. And sure. So, uh, there it is. So anyway, YouTube. Go to YouTube, YouTube. type in TJ and the Ant. TJ right. and the A-N-T. All right. We're going to play a clip here. Yep. <clears throat> and we're going to connect to the television this so the audience can electronic see. Electronic genius um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> If you're if you're watching on if you're watching on YouTube uh, or if you're on Twitch on the live stream, um, I don't know if you're going to be able to see the clips, but we'll probably be able to edit it yeah. in after. Yeah. We'll okay. we'll put the clips in after. Yeah. Yep. So Twitch live streamers, sorry, you should have been here yeah. tonight. That's your fault. Yeah. Uh, or just watch it on YouTube, and we'll edit the video. Internet crowd. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're like double live. We're live on virtually live on Twitch, and then we're live in person in the you know in the the, the hallowed grounds of the yeah. Green Bay UFO Museum Record and Gift Shop. Yeah. Nice. Oh no, I flip flopped it. I flip flopped it. Damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna I gotta put it three in a row one of these times. How we looking there? Unplug it. Unplug it. back in. You know the old. Uh, the classic. Give it up. <laughs> like it's a Nintendo 64 <clears throat> cartridge. I don't think, go. but when Doug was on, we weren't live. No, we weren't live on Twitch then. No, that was all pre-recorded. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. I still think to this day it's our biggest YouTube. Hello, I'm Doug Heim. Old and gray, but it's still me. For those of you that don't know or remember me, Back in 1971, I started my 40-year career in broadcasting at WLUK TV 11 in Green Bay, Wisconsin. In 1977, I created Wisconsin's first all-night television show named TJ and the Ant. It stood for Television Jockey in the All-Night Theater. There's a brand new ant coming, and this time it doesn't stand for All-Night Theater. I'll tell you more in a moment. Throughout that 40-year career, I've rescued a huge collection of films and videotapes from the trash bin. And they're all packed full of Green Bay and Northeastern Wisconsin radio and television history. And that's why I concocted all of this. I call it my Wayback Time Machine. And welcome to my hidden underground ant cave, where I've been transferring old analog stuff to digital. As I was transferring everything, it dawned on me, what am I going to do with all this stuff? Well, you're looking at it. Put it on YouTube. You're not going to believe some of the stuff I've found. You're about to see snippets of historic TV shows, commercials, promos, newscasts, telethons, and even a movie. Some of this stuff goes as far back as the 1960s. And what you're about to see in the next four minutes is going to be absolutely amazing. You may want to fasten your seatbelt. Let's take a look here what I mean. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. I mean, oh, it's awesome. Love the ant cave. Yeah. yeah. The setup there. I mean, the clock behind you. And the clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's always on time. It's always on. <laughs> well, here's a story about the clock. I know, I, I know I told you guys about this last night when we met mm -hmm. for a preliminary meeting for this. Y'all yep. uh, should have been there. It was great. <laughs> we, uh, uh, I, 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 all of these segments, uh, 
and didn't realize that the clock behind me was uh, running. And, <laughs> and you have to understand that uh, when you see me on camera, I look like I'm looking at one camera, then I cut and look to another camera. Well, I only have one camera. So how do I make it look like I have two cameras? Well, I took scene one, scene three, scene five, seven, nine, and did them all to the one camera. And then I took and moved the other camera to another position. And then I did uh, scenes two, four, six, and eight, and so forth. So, and as I did each scene, I had to know if I'm done talking to turn to that camera, when I'm done talking to that camera, turn to the other one, or if I'm not going to turn to another camera, turn to doing something else. Well, as I was doing and producing all of this, I put it all together in the timeline and edited it, and it looked great. Mm -hmm. But then I noticed the clock in the background was all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I thought, well, maybe it'd be kind of cool because I call this my way back time machine. So mm -hmm. maybe the clock being all over the place might be kind of cool. So I thought, I'll go with it. So I edited the program together, and I did the promo that you, you're watching, and I did the entire first episode the whole time <laughs> and i showed it to my wife and she's my first audience to you know make sure i'm not making myself look stupid in the mm -hmm. world. so she sure. mm -hmm. filters everything for me and she looked at it and, and, and about 15 seconds in she goes pause pause she goes did you notice the clock in the I, oh boy <laughs> I knew, okay we got, i gotta redo this i gotta figure something else out and I, I thought about the easiest thing to do, like you say, keep it simple, stupid. I thought, <laughs> remove the clock. What, what fun would that be? Right. I thought, I want to keep that clock in there. And so I went through my script, and I thought, okay, at this point, it will be about one minute in. It will be about three minutes in. After I play this three-minute video, it will be eight minutes in. And so I put on the script what time the clock should be set at. So every time I did a take, I, I took the battery out of the clock and I set the clock to whatever time it's supposed to be. And I start the show. If you notice from the beginning of this, mm -hmm. all the shows with the clock in the background will always be at 12 o'clock, you know, midnight. And then uh, 15 minutes in, it'll, it'll, the clock will correspond to how deep we are into the program. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, that was a challenge. That is, did it take it you just, 10 hours to edit? How long did it take you to edit all this with everything? Well, the cool thing about the program is a lot of the stuff is like uh, just me doing an introduction yeah. and then let a video rip for th six minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I come back on and do an introduce and introduction. <clears throat> it's kind of like what TJ and the Ant was where, you know, I would uh, introduce the program and talk a little bit about what you're about to watch. And that's exactly what I do here. Everything you see, I will give you a buffer, you a little bit of history. I'll bring up some people's names that were involved in the pro projects and and so forth, uh, and so that you when you're, you're not just going to be watching old history TV footage, but you're also yeah. going to I'll share with you some behind the scenes information. Uh, one of them is the TJ and the Ant commercial. I, I think I was telling you guys mm -hmm. about it was yeah. done by Don Chunky, but yep. I, I'd talk about that after we can play that clip if, if it's possible. But yeah, uh, that's on episode. Uh, Episode one. Yeah, yeah. You, you want me to go ahead and play that episode, one right now? Episode here. I actually have a, a list here of everything I cover. Beer cans on episode one. Uh, uh, the program is going to cover all the original TJ and the Ant opens uh, promos and the theme song, and I'll explain the history behind that. 
another thing I'll have on is uh, the original TJ and the Ant, we used to have a mystery picture, which we would zoom in real tight on something, and you would have to guess what it is, and at, throughout the show we'd zoom out a little bit and give you clues of what it might be. We're going to do that here tonight. Yes, oh, I can't nice. wait. I brought up, and, and by the way, these mystery pictures were taken in 1978. These are the original ones, and so that may make it a little more difficult to guess what it is because it's not something, you know, current. <laughs> Dinosaur. <laughs> oh, <geez. And> then, <laughs> oh, I got some uh, great footage from uh, uh, a former news director from WBAY TV. Uh, he was a news director in the 1960s, um, and he provided me some footage of the studios. Pretty uh, interesting, fun stuff to look at. And TV 11, WLUK, by the way, was the very first TV station in this market, uh, and maybe in the state, I don't know, but they were the first station to put up a, what they call a weather radar and they put a tower right next to the studio and I happened to find the footage that they were filming while they, they fi put that uh, okay. uh, tower up and when I found the footage it was all on a, on a one reel and not in sequ sequential order. Uh, it, every scene needed to be color corrected and so forth and edited and uh, that's one of the features that I'll have on the uh, first episode. Okay. Uh, Viper radar? Viper radar? I, I don't know. I, I, from what I understand, that radar, the very first one that TV11 put up on top of that tower, actually came from a battleship or something. It was oh, like wow. a military radar. That's pretty cool. I remember it. I think it was called the Viper. The, yeah, I think, Viper. yes. I, actually, I have to agree with you. I think you're right. It was called the Viper, yes. Sounds like it comes from a battle. Now, this is going way back to 1972. TV 11 had uh, launched this campaign called Closer to Your World, and they took a helicopter and they flew all over northeastern Wisconsin and they put this footage together to this theme music. And according to Pat Crollo, uh, who was passed recently uh, from TV 11, he was one of the photographers and he told me when he gave me the material to recreate these promos that uh, that was the most successful uh, campaign that TV 11 had oh, wow. ever had yeah. in their history. Awesome. And then finally, uh, I'm going to, at the end of the show, play it. Actually, a half hour of the show at the end is uh, a rerun of an old um, Riverside Presents Ballroom uh, poker show. Okay. And, uh, Very it's, cool. It's, and it's just, it's uncut. It's the way it aired back <laughs> okay. in the day. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, Episode two. I just want to go over that real quick. I talk about my I, uh, that clip about my pirate radio station. Okay. And uh, go, go a little into that, um, and then I will. Uh, for those of you that like TJ and the Ant history stuff, I'm going to show you uh, live performances that came to our studio in the mid morning. Like, keep in mind, I was on all night, and many times at a bar close, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, bar rush. <laughs> oh you know, we call it whatever you want. Uh, I would get these performers who were performing in a bar that night and call up and say, yeah, we've we, 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 been drinking, but yeah, hey, you want to come over and be on hey, your show? Doug. And I'd hey, always Doug. say, come on down. We turn <laughs> the studio lights on. They come in, and, and I had uh, bands on. I had uh, uh, all kinds of performers. And we even tried to create the world's tallest ice cream cone and break the Guinness Book of <laughs> World Record. What? Uh, you'll see all of that. 
And one of my favorite, I was talking to, uh, in the audience, by the way, I got to say, I, I see my, uh, one of my neighbors I grew up with all my life is here. Uh, a guy I've never met before till tonight was, uh, watched the show faithfully, and I'd, I'd like to get some comments from you guys. My son is here tonight with his, his, his girlfriend and uh, a, a colleague of mine that uh, worked with me during the dance machine years. Yeah. Uh, he's here tonight, so I'm so pleased to see all you guys come out here tonight. Awesome. So, and actually, yeah. so thank you. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I took, a, I took an Uber here, and on my way, I was kind of telling the Uber driver about the show, what we were doing. I told him, yeah, we have this guy uh, on the show. He used to have this show called TJ and the Ant, and he goes, oh, yeah, I used to work for the dance machine for Doug Heim, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, small world. Yeah. yeah, Green Bay, small yeah. town. It's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, though. There was a day, there was one day that I was at my, uh, my, my studios, and there was a guy that was in the building, and I didn't know who he was. I didn't recognize him, and I said, can I help you? He goes, I work here. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're going to get into uh, one of the, what clip again? The, the epi- the, what was the clip you wanted to watch? Oh, first one. Uh, well, uh, let's see. Well, uh, the, the the uh the the promo. For Do you want to finish theater. up the promo? Yeah, yeah. The the, the other promo. I mean, there's oh, it's episode, for the, the episode first one. TJ in the end. Okay. Uh, yeah, it'd be episode one, yeah. and I'm gonna guesstimate somewhere around ten minutes into the program. Okay. Uh, it's the one where they say, "Go home, Dougie." Go home, Dougie. Is it the uh, Ant first commercial? Yes. Yeah. No. No. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yeah. no. Yeah. Yes, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, let me get to do something real quick. Oh. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> the old 64, Nintendo 64 yeah. reset. You guys do realize you're pioneers right now doing this kind of stuff. I appreciate you know, that, that dog man. so much. <laughs> Why is this man staying up all night every Friday night? Go home, Dougie! In response to TJ and the end, TV11's assistant chief engineer had this to say. That dad burn boys can blow up all them tubes! One viewer's response to this seven-hour television marathon. He gets that boy has heart. Don't spend your Friday nights watching The Lawn Get Dewey. Watch TJ in the all-night theater. Old-time movies, comedy shows, and delightful conversation. Fridays from midnight to sunrise on TV 11. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he since corrected it. And, uh, <laughs> well, you know... I, in, oh, he's back. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I thought oh, about... The old <laughs> he stopped drinking old Milwaukee's. The stutter went away. He starts drinking old Milwaukee's and he comes back. Maybe that's modern. He needs some old Milwaukee. Yeah, I, maybe. yeah so, we, so when when did this first air? So this is TJ and the Ants' first TV commercial. This came on the air when? Okay. Uh, the story behind the commercial. Uh, I went on the air in uh, May 6, nineteen seventy seven. It was a mm-hmm. Friday night, obviously. And. Obviously. Uh, and from the, the recording of that show, that's me there, that first, very first show. And they made a TV commercial to promote the program. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. But the unique thing about it is, is the person that produced that commercial. is He worked at TV 11 Great as name. the uh, creative director at the time. And he had an idea 
uh, for a late night TV show that okay. I was totally unaware of. I didn't know anything about it. Okay. And so with me not knowing that, I went to the general manager of the TV station at the time. His name was Tom Hutchinson. And uh, his family is <laughs> Who's that who? are here tonight. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his family yeah, here tonight. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that guy. And I, I, I was scared to death of him, by the way. Uh, he he was the boss, you right, know. Yeah, he was the that. He is the he, he kind of made me think of uh, and George <laughs> Jetson. What was that boss on George Jetson, uh, uh, Mister Spacely or something? Yeah, yeah, you might well, have to talk to the audience yeah, for this. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, he was he was my he was my Mister Spacely. He was okay. the, you know he was the god of the TV station, and mm-hmm. I went uh, scared to death uh, to talk to him. But I I sat down and he was in that big cherry. Remember that big yeah. cherry he had? Yeah. Okay. And I was in that big desk, yeah. and I'm sitting in that chair, and you sink down. <laughs> <laughs> he like, knew well, the power moves back then, yeah. Uh, I told him my idea about doing an all-night TV show. And prior to that, I had asked, why aren't we on the air all night? And the answer I got is because it costs too much, and there's nobody that's going to be watching. There's nobody who's going to buy commercial time. TV stations are supposed to be constantly making money. Right. So if I'm on the air all night, there's not money making. It's just having fun, and you can't do that. Right. Okay. So, Tom, I told him my idea, and what my idea was is after finding out that we can't stay on all, all night because it costs too much money for the electric bill, I found out that in 60 seconds, a TV station's electric bill, you know, drawing 360,000 watts, uh, can draw as much power as your whole house would draw in an hour. You know, just incredible amount of wow. power being to, to run a TV station. So... I thought, okay, I'll, I'll figure one way to overcome that problem. Then second, we got to get someone to, to, to do it, okay. pay somebody. So I solved all the problems. I went to Tom and I said, uh, I'll do it for free. I, let me do the TV show. I'll stay on the air all night. You don't have to pay me anything, and I'll pay the electric bill. Oh, wow. I, okay. I did. I told him I'll pay the electric bill. And I thought, how am I going to do that? I'll sell commercials. I'll sell the airtime, and I'll make my money by... So it's like I'm stealing this TV station. <laughs> sure, you know? yeah, okay. Well, Tom was in- intrigued. And, okay. And then he got back to me several months later, and I know that it was after he met with the owners of the TV station. Sure. And th- he came back and he said, Doug, we want to give your, your show a try, only for four weeks. He said, but we're going to do it our way. You're, <laughs> you're going to get paid, uh, and you're, you're going to, uh, you know, do it the way they told me to do it. So I, I did. But now <clears throat> this commercial you just saw that was produced right after that was produced by, I told you, a, a man named Don Chunky. Well, Don was the creative director, and he had an idea for a late-night show before I went and interrupted and, and, and unbeknownst yeah. talked to Tom. And Tom uh, put my show on the air. And mm-hmm. we went on the air. We know the rest is history. But what you don't know is Don Chunky wasn't real happy about the all-night theater because he had a show he was working on to to launch and and that show was called ned the debt okay and so uh it didn't happen and then after the all-night theater ended and somebody asked me why did the all-night theater come to an end bottom line uh we were on an abc affiliate Mm -hmm. and the abc television network at that time decided to go uh, all night with a, a newscast, all night news, okay. from midnight to whatever. Sure. And uh, but uh, Tom offered me to continue to do the all night theater on on Saturdays, 
but oh, I couldn't okay. because at that time I had a booming business, mobile DJ business, <laughs> sure, yeah. and I was demanded on Saturday nights because I was a celebrity and and people were <laughs> people were paying extra money to make sure that I was the DJ. Yes. Yeah. The, 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 the All Night Theater? Ned the Dead. Oh, the Ned the Dead? Well, yeah. I didn't know anything about Ned the Dead. Other, uh, I found this all, all out later. I mean, TJ and the Ant was on the air, and Ned the Dead was non-existent, but it was an idea in Don's head. Mm. After I left the air and was not on the air anymore, uh, Steve Brenzel himself told me that uh, I left a void, and he stepped in to fill it, and... Um, and he took Don Chunky's uh, idea, and not now he's, uh, you know, the rest of the story. But uh, uh, after uh, after the All Night Theater, it, it, it I was, you know, I, I actually I left TV Eleven about within a year after that, and okay. I went to, and I went to go work for uh, Tom Hutchinson again because he left right. the station as well and started up the home video shopper yep, yep, which, okay. right. which yep. yeah which by the way you got to know is a w- w- so ahead of its time because that was years literally five years before uh, uh cvs and uh, home shopping networks uh tom came up with an idea of having commercials on 24 hours a day well, who's gonna oh, watch that yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well we all know the answer now right. but uh, <laughs> yeah that's you know it, 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 so he how long was TJ and the Ant? How long did that run for? How long? Five years. Five years. Five years. Wow. Okay. Just shy. Of, yeah. Five, four years and ten months. Okay. Every and now, in a, every Friday night, midnight. Uh, yes, uh, it was uh, Friday, just shortly before midnight, and we would wrap up at seven o'clock in the morning when ABC oh. would uh, go to the morning car- uh, Sunday mo- or Saturday morning cartoons. Okay. Uh, did you have a favorite episode, like a favorite performer that came on that you remember? Well, GI Joe Band, GI Joe okay. Band, yeah, G.I. Joe they were the coolest thing I, I, I on the show. I mean, we had a lot of really wonderful things. I mean, some of the stuff I don't have copies or videotapes of anymore, but a mm-hmm. lot of stuff I do. And I was going to warn you when you watch some of these clips, I couldn't throw anything in the trash bin. Yeah, there were some clips that uh, are incomplete. Okay. You know, it's but I'm going to play him anyway. Yeah, right? I mean, it's it was still a part of the show and something that yeah. you know we want to get out to the people and show, like so the so your podcast your YouTube channel it's gonna it's basically just uh, reinvigorating TJ and the Ant and starting it back up a little bit. That's kind of the what I'm just well, just putting it in a not doing the same thing but re introduce not introducing but uh what 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 am I trying to say here re like re relaunching the old show and kind of revisiting it and and saying like this is what i was doing back then here's here's some clips of what was going on i guess it's that simple i mean yeah really it's not anything more than that i uh got all like i say i've got all this stuff and i don't want to make it all about me and you'll see in the first episode that i clearly uh give credit to everybody that was uh, creators of the th- of the things that I am showing. It's like just a lot of stuff I did create, and is my part of my program. But uh, and, and and that's all, also another thing. When I play these episodes, it's not going to be just TJ and the Ant or just Barney's Clubhouse Pow or just the Dance Machine, okay, or just commercials or old newscasts. It's, it's going to be a everything. mix of stuff. Yeah, awesome. 
Let's give the give him a mystery picture. Yeah, let's get into. That, uh, that's on that little thumb drive. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, so can you? Can is it you the one you told us about on our podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I, he's lying. No, he's I didn't lying. tell anybody anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So can you reset the the mix, mystery picture? For the uh, for the like re uh, retell the story of the mystery picture a little bit. A I know which, I know which one you want. No, talk not about. that one. I just in general. You, I, yeah, we talked about it, but just in general, what is uh, what was like the the inspiration for? I mean, it's a. Re- I think it's a really fun idea that. I'll tell you exactly where the inspiration was. Green Bay Press Gazette. Okay. They used to have a a, a picture they would put in in a paper have a zoom in of something and then another paper later or two they would show you the answer to what that was a picture of okay and that's where the light bulb went off and so what i started doing on the show is i take the studio camera which you know could zoom in on stuff and i'd bring things to work with me i'd bring utensils or uh, tools or things i could find from home bring them and put the camera and zoom in real tight okay and then zoom out a little bit and let people guess and we actually had sponsors that gave us uh awards to give to people so oh wow all right so this is one of the pictures we uh, right here right? did i get did i find did i get the right one well yeah because i who I, said who said what you stumped yourself oh, doug yes <laughs> that, <laughs> I, I had to think for a second i'm going i don't recognize He's like, what that. is that ah uh, yeah i know what it is uh yeah. so, okay. so what do we want to uh, uh should we guess a little bit here yeah, no take, this, take, is, this is this, this anybody is guess taken, what that is yeah, what this is, is from 1972 is that no, what i heard you i think it's before? important to point that out uh any all the mystery pictures that i'm showing are are pictures that i salvaged from 1978 Okay. So this is this is an object of something that existed in 1978. It doesn't mean that they don't exist today, hmm. but that it's makes like a, it a little more challenging. It's like a piece that? of salami stuck to the <laughs> wall. <laughs> what? I'm gonna say a stapler. Say? A stapler harmonica. Oh. Me? No, I haven't. Uh, well, as we what is as we that? continue here like later on, we'll show yeah. you. We'll zoom out a little bit, and I'll give yeah. you some clues. I'll, I'll keep okay. it up there for now. Yeah, um, keep before it. we move on to the. Next. I can't believe for a second I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be staring at that hey, thing. Trust the whole me, it'll episode. happen more as you get older. Yeah. Let me uh, what was I talking about? Yeah. Huh? What? 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 TJ? Huh? Who? What? What about an ant? Huh? <laughs> got ants in here? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Max, what do you think that is? I, I don't like. Uh, something so we got metal like a yes. key or something yes. or it's, like it's, a, there's like metal a, definitely like involved. A hinge. Right. Oh, that's a good guess. I'm thinking oh, a stapler. Uh, he said uh, a, staple. a hinge to so like a door, like a door hinge. Oh, good that's guess. A, that's a mm-hmm. that's not a not right though. Great guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Some type of uh, like a uh, what. Uh, <laughs> yeah, something metal. Uh, a hole punch. Hole punch. Oh, okay. Interesting. Are clues allowed? Oh, this uh, this well, is the clue. Yeah, this <laughs> is the clue. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> That's the first clue. Yeah, I'll give you clues after yeah. a while. So, okay. uh, yeah, we got another picture later on, and it zooms out just yeah. a little bit further. Right? Two, yeah, it, uh, I gave it to you in a way that you yeah. it, you you can't find it unless you dig. I deep. know. I started. Started to dig. I stopped before I got to the answer. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. I a door hinge is a great guess. I would. Uh, 
Yeah. Like microscopic. A tiny yep. pinhole. Like pin prick, uh, huh? Okay. 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 Huh. Well, it'll be a mystery. <laughs> it's definitely a mystery, that's for sure. Uh, all right. Like a button on a jacket or like... Oh, like, yeah, like a zipper or something? Like a... I don't know. That's a... Man. A key? Key? Something... I don't know. <laughs> well, uh... So... So through the show, when you do this, uh, would you you you'd show it, and then later on in the show, you'd show it a little more zoomed out. Okay. Yep. And then at the end of the show, gave you the answer. Gave you the answer. And uh, or or if someone would call in and guess it, then we would say, you know, we've got a winner, and here's the answer. You know. Would the so would uh, would a winner get? Did you have prizes or anything? He got, like, yeah. got what the picture yep. was. Got, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, for a while, this is gonna sound kind of funny, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I actually had a lot of coupons from McDonald's for free hamburgers or free okay. lunches, whatever, <laughs> left over from the Barney Clubhouse days. Because <laughs> that was what they gave as a consolation prize to kids that played Barney's Clubhouse POW. Oh. And I had a whole bunch of these leftover coupons, so I used those to give out, give out to the winners. Okay. That's perfect. That's awesome. But then after a while, just like your show, it, things catch on and, and people start sponsoring you. Yeah, it's well, we don't. We so don't know about someone, that. That's so not much show, like our if, show. <laughs> if someone would call and guess it right <laughs> away, would you give it away, yet. or would you let it? If someone called, guessed it right away, would you tell them they were oh, right, yeah. or would you? Okay. Yeah. There, there actually was one time that we put it on and someone guessed it immediately. So, okay. Yeah, it's not that. To me, I look at the only thing I can see is a piece of salami, like stuck, <laughs> thrown. You're just you're like st- summer sausage. You're just stuck on the salami like, thing. You that's just, what it looks like—a slice of summer sausage just chucked at a wall. Carl's brain is never <laughs> off me. I agree. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I, I never thought of it that way, but I agree with you. <laughs> a, belt? Oh, a belt. Oh, a belt. A belt. It's a good. Great guess. Wrong. Hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're yeah, we'll zoom out a little more in a little bit. Yeah, in a little bit. So, yeah. all right, so that's that's the mystery picture. What else? Um, what else did you want to get into after? Like, did you want to go to another clip? We can. De- well, I guess we got to wait till the IT man is back to get into another clip, or uh, we can take audience Q and A. What? Uh, anything in particular? Otherwise, we can just wing it. Well, one of the things I'm going to mention at the very end of the. Uh, uh, first episode that that's going to be released on December. At the very end of the show, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Something, Something at the very end of the show. Yeah, how many? Of the <laughs> how, how long are the episodes going to be? Oh, good question. Um, I, I'm going to try to keep each each cast about an hour long. The first one is a little over an hour, episode okay. one, and episode two is uh, about 50 minutes, 5 minutes. minutes. Okay. And how many do you already have done, just the first two? Yeah, I have episode one and two in the can, and uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show earlier, but I, I know I told you guys that this whole thing is an experiment for me because all these years I've been saving all this stuff and keeping it in storage, and now it's being digitized. What do you do with it? So... Uh, your podcast, like I said earlier, influenced me, and I'm going to release it. And I'm ready. I'm already working on uh, number 
uh, episode three and four. Okay. And that just reminded me of what I want to mention about what I mentioned at the end of one, is that uh, in future episodes, I am going to expose how Barney the puppet actually work ah, okay and i'm going to go into details everything you've ever wanted to know because i've had a lot of people ask me you know can you tell me and i signed a contract originally when i uh took on that job that i could mm-hmm. never for my rest of my life share with anybody how that puppet works because okay. and, and the reason is because it's of its simplicity it's ah. it's a it's a mechanical puppet okay and uh it's, it's a hell of an invention uh this puppet but uh no one has seen Barney How, like, the way he really is. And oh, I'm going okay. to show that. To, and in my book, if you read my book, I mention uh, Barney. And one of the th- things I do give up is that when you see Barney on TV, yep. the real puppet is actually a complete negative of that puppet. Okay. So He's actually, you know, Barney's actually black. He's not white. Oh, and okay. his, his whiskers aren't black. They're white, you know, that oh, kind of thing. Oh, okay. One of my... F- when did Barney. when did Barty go on the air? Nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Yeah, and also they did a CP telethon, and Barney was uh, the uh, celebrity at the fishbowl, and okay. they set up they set up a TV set, and little kids could go up to the fishbowl, and Barney was you know, looking down at the kids from the TV screen, looking down, going, "Hi, how are you doing?" And the little girl, she's wearing a red dress, you know, like Barney would say, hi, how you, you got a pretty red dress there. That looks really nice, you know. And, <laughs> Still but, got it. But uh, during that, that broadcast, they were using the TV11 remote truck at a remote location and okay. doing Barney. And just like you guys with this setup being remote, it was very complex to be able to take Barney out on the road because I had to be inside of an enclosed booth where no right. one could see me, okay. and a camera pointing down at Barney on this table in front of me, okay. and then I have to be able to see the kids talking to Barney so I can wow. respond and know what to say and, and do back. And so it was, it was very complex stuff. At one of my favorite uh, videos, I think, that we watched on the, the podcast, episode 52, when you were last on with us, was when Barney was talking to the guy who he was taking over's spot on tv yeah it was one of the funniest i mean just <laughs> knowing a little bit of the story behind it oh man um the guy was not very happy that barney was coming on this he wasn't happy a mechanical puppet was coming to take <laughs> you, his job you, you guys can use foul language but i'll tell you uh, uh jerry didn't like barney no <laughs> you, could, you could like feel the like the vitriol he, he said something if, to the effect i'd like to strangle that little <laughs> <beep>. <laughs> Do you have any uh, uh, clips of Barney on on this drive? Yeah, actually, um, I have one to show you right now because I'm going to, in my mission to share with you how Barney really worked, I'm going to point out something that people probably didn't pay attention to. And ah, I, just okay. one thing, just one okay. little thing, and I'll, I'm not going to give anything away tonight. But and it's at the end of episode one. You were saying it's at. Uh, Barney's Clubhouse Power is episode two. Episode two. Episode two. Okay. Right. So, yeah, we're going to pull up that clip. We just got to get. Oh, actually, uh, no. The, I, I got a clip for you on the thumb, that little thumb drive I gave you. Yep. Oh, Perfect. okay. Just go to that one. And you'll see. <laughs> oh, it, that's, there you go. Barney. All right. Before Perfect. I do this. Yeah, it's real. Oh. Sh- <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> spinning, spinning. Okay. Right. thing I want you to know. No, no. How many of you are familiar with the Barney Clubhouse power anyway? My brother was a contestant. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Notice he's either he got one finger up, he's holding a phone, or he's holding a piece of paper, okay. or nothing. Or nothing. Okay. okay. Here's the key. Is Barney right or left-handed? Oh. Oh. Well, it's probably it's probably flipped, right? So um, in, the, in the show, there's so much TV, there's so much stuff that you, that I uh, will so be TV, happy to share with you. So on TV, he's left-handed. I guess that depends. Are you left-handed or right-handed? Because no, you're right controlling, though, brother. <laughs> okay, so now I'm, you're asking the right question. So <laughs> because I'm right-handed. He's left-handed. Uh, right. And there's a little yeah, more yeah. information. <laughs> that's that's what he can't. That's what he can't tell us. And that's what and but he will he will keep hinting at it throughout his podcast and YouTube channel. So if you want to if you want to figure it out, watch his YouTube channel. How many markets was that technology is? Because it, it wasn't just in Green Bay. No. It, 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 yes, this this cartoon type of thing was not uh, unique to just uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, but however, was unique to Wisconsin. Sure. Uh, but yes, I when in my training before I, and part of my training to run the puppet for, look at me, I'm already running it. <laughs> yeah. For my training to, to operate the puppet, uh, I had to go to New York and I met the inventor. I met the people who actually made the puppet. And I auditioned. I did my voice, and, and um, my first voice, which you talk about with Jerry, okay. Jerry's voice or Barney's voice, is more like Crim at the flaw. That's right. My yeah. voice is kind of kind of cocky, you know, like yeah, right, yeah, yeah. How you doing, Jerry? Yeah, well, come out, pal. But eventually, the voice is more like, yeah, how you doing? Oh, well, the, okay. And the only reason is because it was harder in my throat. Mm. To oh. do the her her her, mm -hmm. this is easier. So okay. that's why I went with the squeaky, obnoxious little Barney voice. <laughs> Showbiz. Showbiz. That's really cool. That's very interesting. So what all went into going to New York? What, like it, what was right training for Barney? How did that? Well, after my training, they sent me to a. To answer your question, Dan. Uh, they sent me to a TV station in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, and they already had a, a Barney too. And there was a uh, fellow there that was, had already been doing the thing, so I got to, to meet with him and watch him do his, his, his spiel and, and learn from that. And then I had to go back to Green Bay, and, and uh, you know, it's hard to explain this because after I came back to Green Bay, I got this puppet inside of a suitcase. <laughs> I got this table that he's supposed to be set up on, and I'm on my own. I got to now tell the TV station what they got to do to be able to do this. I can't let anybody see the puppet. I can't, you know, I put them on the table and set them up while I'm operating. Even the guys that set the cameras up for the TV station are not allowed to see the puppet. That's because top secret. And that's why I'm kind of excited now to, to, uh, uh, I was going to say, breach my contract yeah. and share it with the world. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, is it time to breach it? Can you? These puppets are obsolete. Yeah. You know, the company's all gone. You know, yeah. they're, they're, no one's going to sue me. So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I, but I'm a good guy. I keep, I, know, yeah. I keep my mouth shut, but I'm, I decided, you know, it's time. Yeah. Reveal the secret. Yeah. So your first uh, first show with Barney, the first time introducing him actually on TV, was it a success? Did it go smooth? Or was there a lot of 
bumps in the road trying to operate everything with how kind of abstract it Every, was. And, everything and you start, anybody starts anything. Yeah. It never goes smoothly. You're always going to have some bumps in the road. Yeah. But, but overall, no, it was pretty smooth. I mean, I, I knew how the puppet worked. I uh, Actually, I, puppet, I practiced the puppet when I first got it at home in my bedroom because it was the only place safe I could set it up and <laughs> yeah. go and see it. TMI. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just practicing the puppet, Mom. Yeah, <laughs> Get out, Mom. <laughs> What's your puppet's name? You're not allowed to see this. <laughs> Another beer? I think I'm doing okay. Need one, Doug? Oh, no, I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. No. <laughs> so where it? So Barney was at you actually. You where is Barney now? Do you still have? Oh no, uh, TV Eleven paid uh, like fifty thousand dollars a year for to license the rights to Holy that puppet. Shit. Whoa! And fifty thousand wow. dollars back in nineteen eighty. Yeah, was mookle bucks. I mean, you could buy a couple houses back then yeah. for that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also part of the reason why the show eventually got axed because uh, it was on the air for one year, and when it went off the air, it was the number one show on at the ta- at that time slot. Yeah. It, it beat all why the other get, TV stations. Why did it get taken off the air? Because because yep. of the expenses. Money. Yeah. yeah okay. Money. Even though it was num- like was the, that our grandpa what, was like what hey, doesn't have anything to do with the money? Everything's yeah. Everything's yeah. Money. 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 For a money. Puppet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's I mean again. Ahead of its time. I mean, yeah. it was the because that's almost like the first animation on well, television. The, the, live, live animation. Yeah, it's like it's, the first. That, it's not animation. Th- that right. that's it's the key real. thing about it was like till until they invented this puppet. That's why this puppet was actually revolutionary at the time. Mm-hmm. And the video game, by the way, was revolutionary. Oh, this yeah. was before. This was a couple of years before Atari and home video games. This didn't. They didn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. This is the first interactive video game. And you could play it live on television. So that was groundbreaking by itself. Yeah, absolutely. The second thing that was groundbreaking was that Barney looked, prior to Barney, you had to animate frame by frame. Yeah. This is the first thing. How do you make a cartoon live? Right. You know, respond. That was the cool thing about And I don't even think they, I mean, I don't think anyone does that. Like a live animated well, maybe with cu- computer technology, well, yeah, I have but to believe you do. You can, but I don't but know. But I haven't. I, I mean, unless they do, they're just pulling up, like, graphics, you know, on, like, a news state, you know, pulling, you know, whatever. But not, not like, a live interaction cartoon or so animate Barney, whatever, you know. Was you know, this noticed, like, th- out of Wisconsin, like, your show, like, uh, maybe by other media places in other states was... Well, I wouldn't know that. I, I, I at that time, I, I, guess I, I didn't. You know, you got to understand. That at that time, I was working so much. I was yeah, doing yeah. the uh, Barney thing in the afternoon, and then uh, I had to at, come back late at night and do the late night movie. They, they did a thing mm-hmm. called TJ Theater because TJ, right, yeah. TJ and the Ant was so popular that Tom Hutchinson wanted it to be on every night of the week, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so. He, he pretty much told me, I'm going to be on Monday through Thursday. Just come on at midnight, introduce a movie, uh, and do my spiel like I do during the breaks and wrap it up at the end and sign the TV station off. Mm-hmm. I did that Monday through Thursday. Friday nights, I worked all night. Fridays, uh, 
I, I had DJ crews with my dance machine business, traveling all over the state Jeez. doing jobs. Saturday nights, I was out doing jobs. Sunday nights, I was out doing jobs. Monday, back to the routine. Oh, my God. And no God. wonder why my, my yeah. wife divorced me. <laughs> <laughs> so on top of doing the all, when you were working all night, were you also then during the day, had your, like a, your day working for the TV station? Did you have a job, another job, like? Because you, you had so many roles at the TV station, you were very, I mean, valuable. Just technically setting up, uh, I mean, you built the whole, what like a TV program station room or what? Uh, yeah. Mean, the, so did, were you also doing other things during the day after you'd wrap up your night, or did or did you have any breaks at all? No, I I was go 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 all the time. Good. And my God. son's like that now. <laughs> go 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 all the time, and he's. Talking about the biggest problems when you own your own business is finding good help, and and uh, it's it's tough out there. You know, wow. it sounds like great to have your own job. What's great about it is being your own boss. That's sure. that's the good part mm-hmm. of it. Right. But boy, uh, w- when you need help, that's the hardest thing to find. Okay. Yeah. 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 Customers. Customers are always right. I guess is. So was there something that, unfortunately, something that inspired you down this path, like the kind of media performance kind of business? Like, because, I mean, if people didn't know you had your own radio station in your basement, I mean, you had a damn radio tower on top of your house (laughs) and we're we're doing better than most of the local radio stations. Was there somebody or something that inspired you wanting to pursue all this? Yeah, I, well, my brother, you know, he inspired me be, in the radio industry because he was in a sh- uh, short rave and uh, Bob knows this, uh, ham radio and, and so forth. And he had a, a tower uh, strapped to the fence outside in the backyard and, and was talking to people all over the world. And uh, and he was he had these things called Heath Kit where they, it's a kit. You make your own transmitter and radio and all mm-hmm. these things. and. And I watched him do that, and he's—that's how I learned to solder. I'd, I'd say, "What's a what's a diode for?" And he'd explain it in the best way I c- could explain to anybody in simplest terms. What's a diode? Well, imagine water going through a pipe, and having a valve that allows the water to flow through it this way, but doesn't allow it to fl- flow back that way. That's a check valve. That's exactly what a diode is elect- with electrical current. Electric, it allows okay. the current to go one way, but it doesn't allow it to go back the other way. I didn't That's even it. know electrical currents could go back the other way they came <laughs> from. I didn't know that was a thing. You just said, it goes the out here, it goes, you know, yeah. go to my yeah. phone to charge it. Or maybe it, it says, <laughs> this is as far as you're going. Yeah, yeah. A, you know, charge my phone. Don't come <laughs> yeah. back to me, yes, you know. <laughs> well, didn't you build, when you were younger, as like a kid, didn't you build your own camera, right? Yes, is I did. Correct? I, yeah, because you brought it to the yeah. show yeah. when we Episode, when we had you yeah. on. Yeah, Showed I, it off. Yeah, well, I, I still have that camera. I, it belongs in a museum. I, I don't know what to do with it. Uh, but, yeah. I, uh, the Hula Hall of that's, Fame. That <laughs> thing was literally built <laughs> from scratch. Literally yeah. from scratch. Right. Question. No. Belongs in a museum. Yes. In a museum. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in the Green Bay UFO Museum? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Great question. Great yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta, you know, just gotta listen, pay attention to what he's saying up here, and you know, he might, no, I'm just kidding. Sorry, Mac. That was a joke. <laughs> rough crowd. Rough crowd. All right. What are we getting into next? Yeah. 
<laughs> gets the best of all. So of with us. you, Jeez. when you start this new podcast, is this kind of like getting the itch of kind of the what you had back when you were doing all this? Yeah. Does well, it feel good to get back behind the camera, behind I, the I, microphone? I'm gonna be honest with you. Maybe I'm, a new. I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah. I really am. I I don't feel confident. Okay. Is it is uh, it scared or is it excitement? A little bit of both. Uh, I don't. I don't feel feel the excitement. I feel. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know what I think? If I'll get excited if any everybody else does. Okay. Right. It yeah, seems like people enough. are getting excited about this, and uh, if you're not, how can I be? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah. just this. Uh, think of it this way. I'm just like all of you guys watching this old stuff. Yeah. And enjoy for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, yeah. And that's the that's kind of like the beauty of it is just kind of like look at all this. I mean, we just have. I've got a bunch of cool stuff that I really enjoy. I'm going to put it out there. If nobody else really enjoys it, then I guess it's for me personally, and I'll do with it what I want back in my house. But for now, like, let's see if other people want to see it because there is just so much awesome content that, I mean, yeah. just isn't out there and easily available to go like, oh, if you just wanted to watch a, an episode of TJ and the Ant or whatever, like, it's not – there's nowhere to find it. There's yeah. nowhere to to reconnect with those nostalgia. Yeah, especially feels. for people in this area too. Like just like I said before, my Uber driver saying he worked for you and TJ and the Ant was the show he watched every night. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people throughout yeah. this area have that same memory of watching TJ and the Ant yeah. and these shows and being able to bring that back. I'm sure it's gonna spark a lot of excitement for a lot yeah. of people. Should we? Do we want to? Does anyone in the audience have any questions for Doug? Do you want to come up and just kind of? You'd be on the podcast. You talk into a mic, ask him questions. Oh, mom's been waiting. And, uh, yeah, this is the moment she's been right. waiting for. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Talking to the mic. Six, hey, remember sure. the olden days? Remember oh the yes, sir. I remember you very talk well. It, don't remember <laughs> so to talk into I, the mic. Talk into the mic. There we go. So when I see sure. <laughs> like the pictures of you with all the equipment behind you, like all that stuff, you can figure out how to put pieces together. Because you, <laughs> I mean, you were saying you weren't quite techy, but you know, like the clips and the this and the that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Isn't it? Does it does it work behind you? Is it for show? No, but it seems overwhelming. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of stuff to put together. Yeah, there's a, the, yes, but yeah. uh, if, if there's anything I enjoy about all of this, I enjoy the challenge. Yeah, okay. I yeah. enjoy yeah. the challenge. Yeah. I, so that part, yeah, I, I like the challenge of it. It's a lot of work. It's not easy to do. Well, and even right, just Dougie right. telling us about just digitizing all of that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what a challenge in and of itself. And then to make a show out of the the content you've digitized, it's too. Two huge undertakings all in one. Mm-hmm. So I get what you're. Oh yeah, I was. Cameras I w- Well, I ran cameras for the news. I was on the remote. That was fun. Probably too much fun. <laughs> <Muster wagon. laughs> yeah. And then yeah, receptionist for the all night theater. So. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. was your What's your favorite memory from the all night theater working as a receptionist? I just just the all funny the phone Milwaukee? calls we'd get from people and. Just staying up all night and sitting at the desk with some of the reporters or engineers, I don't know who was there, and just talking. and Feeling yeah. like you're a part of something like bigger, you know? Like it was cool. Just, uh, yeah. it was, I mean, I was that in high cool. school, so it was a great thing. Or college, maybe. I don't remember. When did it start? 1977. Okay, so I had just graduated from high school. 
Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So it was a great yeah. thing to be able to do. That'd be an awesome right out of high school oh, yeah. job to do. Like I was yeah. kind of famous. I, honestly, yeah. <laughs> you know. I was his second half. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, without you, there'd be no TJ in the end. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put this in. Perfect. There we go. Anyone else who have a question they want to come up and ask Doug? Sure. Please. You please, can uh, yeah. either come up or, yeah. Oh, come on. This guy, yeah, I'm, un- I'm going to in- introduce this okay. gentleman. Yeah, please. Yes. Sure. This man, is his name is Bob Olson. Okay. And he grew up literally uh, across the street and two houses down from where I grew up from a child to when I left when I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And welcome, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, nice yeah welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming. coming. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was there back in the day when Doug was doing all this stuff, and I remember it well. I knew his brother and knew all his brother's set up in his basement and the radio all that stuff station. he was doing yeah that. so um and i i watched tj and the end from the beginning and one thing i i really like about this i think it's more than tj and the ant but this is really the history of green bay and the history of green bay television it's very yes. historical stuff that you're going to see in in 1970 in the 1970s right it's it's more than tj and the ant it's just a history of mm-hmm. behind everything and i think that's fabulous I yeah love, i love yeah. history and love talking about history and uh, that's that's what i'm impressed about and that's what i'm really looking forward to because yeah. it's right on the ed- like the cutting edge of entertainment television i mean it's i mean it's everything that kind of doug did like pushed every entertainment forward all night tv like i mean now you can watch you can go on to just about any cable channel and they're playing movies all night long you know you can pop on at three in the morning there's a movie playing you know that was doug was doing that like that's so i 100 percent agree mm-hmm. and yeah yeah so yeah good awesome thanks for coming i appreciate it coming up good yeah I think that is one thing that i think a lot of us don't younger folks in the crowd uh don't realize is that like uh, you know, nowadays, I mean, we we started a podcast and like, oh, let's just go live. Why not click a button? Right. You know, but back in the day, it wasn't that simple. And so the, a lot of things that you were doing back then were a lot more complicated and not as, you know, usual. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joel, yeah. Do, you want to you, you come up here and make <laughs> – we were talking earlier when you came in. Yeah, come on. Come on up. Come, come on. on. <laughs> come on down. The price is right. Carl keeps your chair warm for you. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's seat service. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Wow. Hey. How's it going? Your name. Your name's Joe? Yeah, my name is Joe. Joe, Joe nice Grib. to meet you. Um, grew up in Alloway and uh, lifelong uh, resident of Wisconsin. But, yeah, I grew up watching your show. Um, I was uh, – so we were about 10 years old when it started in 77. And uh, um, long story short, uh, my father had passed away when I was just 10 years old. And that was right around when the show started. And uh, just long story short, without other gory details, uh, our family life, our life in general, just went to absolute hell after my father passed away. But TJ and the aunt was, I discovered that in uh, it was, I mean, I, I ate it up. It was the science fiction movies and the, like I said, you were the cool production guy when production wasn't cool. But all mm-hmm. the, uh, like yeah, the, I, like you were saying, the G.I. Joe band, the, the mystery photos and all the little snippets and stuff you did, the time fillers and whatnot uh, to make a seven-hour show because a lot of these movies were not two-hour movies. You'd play three movies usually. 
and uh, you know you always got to do something to to fill those time slots. And I just thought it was great. I ate it up, but it was something I look forward to. You know, every week I watch it religiously, and uh, our friends became a thing where we, you know, get together and and uh, you know who needs an excuse to stay up all night long. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. When you're a kid, but you know it. Uh, you know you didn't have school or a job or anything to go to the next day on Saturday, so it was just great. It was you know it's kind of like breaking the change and i'm gonna stay up all night long it's like what are you gonna you know usually it's like hey it's midnight or whatever time to go to bed a long time ago it's like wow tj and the hands coming on please whatever yeah. and started that's that, so cool. started off that way but uh um i just ate the show up and uh is here it is 40 whatever years later 45 years later and uh it's like meeting my childhood hero and <laughs> oh, that's so great. cool that's awesome I, I, all the stuff is just like you said the nostalgia i think there would be a huge market for your uh uh for your podcast when it comes out because um there's so much stuff out there today that is uh i'm just i'm just going with fake plastic manufactured Mm -hmm. uh just junk garbage content and people um i mean in this country and and whatnot uh, are really looking for the good old days yeah, you know, back when back when things were uh, fun. were fun, fun and yeah. real and uh-huh. and values and and morals and stuff and in the good old days. Yeah, and absolutely. that was certainly the good old days of of television and and movies and stuff. But to uh, to see you know you bring this uh, stuff back and start showing it again um, will spark just a ton of you know memories. Where oh yeah, you know I remember that and whatnot. And, oh, did you know that? But uh, word of mouth is the best advertising. Definitely. And, uh, you know, once people start seeing this, and and uh, I think it's just going to take off huge. Do you yeah. have a fa- do you have a memory or a, a favorite TJ in the Ant movie that he played, or or a, an episode or something that just like sticks in your brain? That's like that's why I love that show so much. Um, the brain that wouldn't die. The brain. <laughs> um, you can Google it. <laughs> Google it. Movie brain that wouldn't die. Um, and I I. It's just one of those, uh, all the sci-fi shows I just loved, you know. I, that's mm, okay. Um, and uh, but that was uh, that was that was kind of out there for I mean even for a little kid. Uh, but the, if you Google it, the brain that wouldn't die movie, um, I have actually a, a, a on CD because I like to collect all the old stuff like that and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was one of the ones that uh, that he showed. There's. Uh, a treasure trove of stuff out there mm-hmm. that uh, that you put out um, on the airwaves. That's just uh, uh, just an amazing accomplishment. Really, all the stuff that you did. You're a pioneer in so many ways of stuff that people don't really know about, mm-hmm. but they'll uh, they they have experienced you without knowing it. You know, oh, he did that exactly. Did that? Yeah, you know, and whatnot. Um, that I think the show uh, will really, like I said, spark a lot of. Uh, good stuff mm-hmm. cool that's awesome i agree yeah. so that brings up quite doug so did were you kind of like specific did you play mainly like sci-fi movies or did you have a, a mix of different did you jump but you know uh any i don't what was the originally genre? when i went to tom with the id the all-night theater i uh, didn't bring this up but i was aware that in the basement at the tv station they had 500 black and white movies Okay. And they were owned uh, by the TV station, and they had the rights to run those movies anytime they wanted, as much as they wanted. 
they were RKO pictures. And okay. that's what I started the show out with because there was no cost, no sure. expense. But as the show got successful, the uh, Mon- Monty Stock was the program director at the time. And he uh, allowed me to order some movie packages. Now, when you buy a movie package, you might get, let's say, uh, for $25,000, you get 20 movies that you can run four times on your TV station. Okay. 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 And when you buy a movie package, some of them would be thrillers or, like you're talking about, different Mm -hmm. categories of of stuff and sci-fi and and horror and this and that. So uh, I was able to pick what package we bought. Okay. And um, and I had a lot of requests for people wanting Alfred Hitchcock's movies, like the movie oh, Rope. Oh, okay. Uh, I think things, there's a book I, right behind you, Hitchcock Mystery Magazine. Yeah, yeah. how about that? That's free. But I couldn't <laughs> get those movies uh, because they were cost prohibitive, so okay. th- those didn't happen. Uh, oh, but, but by the way, movie Rope by uh, Alfred Hitchcock, We wanted, I wanted so much to run that movie because I, I, I myself had not seen it. Okay. But I found out that that was one movie that Alfred Hitchcock wanted to shoot that movie from start to finish in one take. Oh my one god! One take. That is. And but unfortunately, the movie cameras, those big film magazine cameras yeah. they had, could only hold. They shot on, on like thirty-five millimeter film, mm. and they could only hold twenty minutes of, of film at a time. Oh. <laughs> So you, you, when you watch the movie Rope, which I did finally get to see, but I never ran it on the all-night theater, what's cool is about that movie is that 20 minutes into the, 19 minutes into the movie, the camera will go down into this dark shot and then come back out again, and that's a fresh roll of film. And they do that about, they do that about four times in, okay. throughout the movie. But, you, but, but what's really cool is you watch the actors perform nonstop for 19 minutes, and they can't make one mistake they can't have one camera. Wow. Miss, I mean, so, it, so if you ever get a chance to watch the movie Rope from Alfred Hitchcock, yeah. that's a, that's a good Rope. movie, it's a, for, especially for that reason. Yeah. We're gonna have some. We're gonna have some hold accountable challenges that we're gonna have to <laughs> hold ourselves to. Yeah, we're gonna have some homework. Rope. It's called Rope. Is that what you said? Yep. Rope. Okay. Yep. Did you uh, write a movie, or you made a, you directed your own little movie, correct? Yeah, I made a movie uh, called Elusive, and uh, I. Don't know yet if I'm going to release that because I'm going to, like I say, see all this podcast thing. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Hey, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Yes, thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Thank you. Watch out for our m- m- murder cord. That's awesome. Thank you, Joe. Anyone else? Questions. Yeah. Yeah. Questions. And I, I think, oh, I think Joe's mind. testament, I mean, just about, I mean, you've got several people here who have watched the show, part of the show. Um, have been watching it and are excited for you to come out with your own podcast. And I, I'm sure that there's many more out there that would be excited to see it too as soon as they know about it as well. So I think um, as soon as your show starts up, it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be exciting for a lot of people. It's gonna be a hit. Yeah. It's gonna be a hit. So do you with your with your show? Uh, do you talk about kind of everything you've done? Um, before that time, just, I mean, cause when you came on our show the first time you talked about the radio station, building the camera, I mean, your life has been just a nonstop m- movie in a sense, kind of just the crazy shit you've done that was just bizarre to us with the dance floors and everything you've started. Do you talk about, do you plan to talk about that at all? 
uh, through the podcast? No, I, I don't plan to make the show about me at all. Oh, you should. Uh, it's, well, <laughs> to some yeah, degree, honestly. to some degree, I can't help it because I have, you know, because I was there and I, I'm sharing yeah. my stories of, sure. of, of what I know about what you're about to watch. Yeah. So, and then after uh, I play these clips, I'll also follow up with uh, other information like I did about Don Shunky being the voice in that commercial and that I do explain that in the okay. episode one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I mean, another, if just a kind of like a free for all show for you to just kind of talk about your history and getting how you got into all of the things you got into. That would be, I think, a very entertaining episode for people to just kind of be like, oh, what's, how did he kind of, almost like kind of the doing a podcast on your book, like you personally kind of going through your book a little bit. Like that would be, I think would be very entertaining as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, like I, I said when, about the book, is when I wrote that book, I had all these stories I wanted to tell, but I couldn't glue them all together without sharing my personal input of how, you know, sure. I was involved in all these exactly. things. So that's why the book ended up the way it did. I mean, it's one, I, again, like, we read the book and it was like, yo, a challenge to read the book, but reading it wasn't a challenge. It was, a, it was so entertaining. There's so many just yes. entertaining stories. It's not just like I did this and I, it's, it's very all encompassing of the kind of the, the free for all time that you were making content at that. Like it really puts it all together in a, a great package. So like, yeah. again, the history of green Bay and the television, like <coughs> that's in that book. And it's, it's a, it's an awesome read. Yeah. Really enjoyed yeah. reading it. My Thank reality you. TV Thank show by Doug Heim. If you haven't read it or heard yep. about it before, yeah. Shame it, check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Sweet book. Shame, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy read, yeah, easy yeah. words. <laughs> There's pictures. Shame. Yeah. I love pictures. Well, one of the things we haven't mentioned at all is, um, I had a TV show, in the 80s called The Dance Machine. Yes. And, yes. Tell us uh, about it. Uh, originally, I was inspired uh, f- to do that show from Dick Clark's American Bandstand. I was, yeah. I grew That's up, right. And my sister was 15 years old, and I'm, you know, uh, what, seven, eight years younger than her. And she's watching Dick Clark's American Bandstand on Saturday mornings, and it's like, cool, you know, and all these kids are dancing. So I was inspired with that early on. And then uh, I started my mobile DJ business, and, and that took off on its own. That's that's one story, but what is really Read cool. I'm sorry yeah, sorry to interrupt. Can you tell a little history about the the show you were talking about that inspired you? What, the Dick Clark dance show? Well, they don't know about that. Oh, they yeah, never yeah, heard yeah. of it. Oh. Yeah, just a, just <laughs> well, a little bit what... Well, yeah. What what was it about? Well, yeah. Just so we just so we have a little idea about. Sir, sure. for those of you that have never seen the Dick Clark American Bandstand. Yes, 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 yes. Please. Uh, Dick Clark uh, would be at a podium, and he'd be above a dance floor f- full of young teenagers, and uh, it was it, they would introduce the latest pop music. Okay. You know, so anything that was new with popular radio music, you know, the top forty, whatever. Uh, sometimes they, they would just play the records and they would show all these kids just dancing to this popular music. And then uh, they would have a guest come on that might be an actual band and they would inter- Dick would interview them a little bit. And, and that's all the show was. It was not okay. complex. It was a, a dance show of people dancing on television. And Dan. Can I just interject? Yes. Uh, the, that show was popular, but there were markets around the country that had their own local version of the Dick Clark 
show. It right. was just, the thing that was unique about that was that if you're in Baltimore, you can see your friends dance. Or you're in New York, you can see. You know, so it was very local, mm -hmm. uh, local experience, which was, was the, the beauty of the dance machine yep. was that it was about community. And it was about seeing your friends make fools of themselves on yep. television. Okay. Yep. I do that for free yeah, every Saturday night. So <laughs> Catch them at Cock and Ball. version of that. Okay. Uh, oh, so yeah. Really unique to this market. Um, yeah. That's well, here's, awesome. here's the rest that of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tom Hutchinson, once again, he starts up HVS, the home video shopper. He okay. hires me away from TV11. So I start up this 24-hour-a-day commercial channel. In the first hour, he has real estate, you know, for a whole hour long, the, you know, tours through homes for sale. Okay. The second hour is the auto show. They would go to car lots, and they, they would drive these cars through and say, here's, what it's, here's the features, here's how much it costs, move to the next one. Okay. And then the third hour was an entertainment type of hour. They talked about whining and dining and entertainment ah, and that kind of okay, stuff. Okay. Well, the fourth hour was kind of a free-for-all. It was more anything, gold sure. kind of thing. Well, that's where I went to Tom and said, I, want, I, I, do, I own the dance machine, and I'd like to take your cameras into bars and tape a television show <laughs> and play it on your, your cable channel. And so that's how it started. And then TV32 signed on the air, and Sam Hutchinson gets a hold of me and says, you know, we'd like to put your show on our TV station. Okay. And so I signed a one-year contract and provided the station with a year show, and we traveled all over northeastern Wisconsin, uh, we, Oshkosh, Nina Menasha, you know, Marinette Menominee, and everywhere in between. We uh, would travel and tape these, these people dancing on shows. And so it was real successful in the beginning, but there was also some stories about it that uh, makes me hang my head because I'll, I'll never forget the one Sunday morning. Because, oh, by the way, the show aired on Sunday mornings on TV 32. <laughs> <laughs> from like 10 to 11 or 11 noon, somewhere in there. Perfect for Sunday. So, right here, after so I am, you know, after working on Saturday night out on the DJ job, and I usually would get home like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, and, and I'd bed down and I'd get up to watch my show, and... I'm watching the dance machine, and there's this guy, bare-chested, <laughs> belly button hanging out, and he's holding up a beer going, ah! That's me. <laughs> I, I was going to say, Saturday oh, night. Oh. Say, Shamo, you can travel back <laughs> what in have time, I done? What have I done? <laughs> probably my dad. I just got it from him. <laughs> well, anyway. Now, that's good Sunday morning television was, right yeah, there. Yeah. Well, that's what you get now. If you tried to do that now, it would just be you a can't. bunch of... You yeah, can't. It would be. No. Well, here's one thing. Uh, <laughs> I just recently uh, had my lighted dance floors in Las Vegas for a taping of the TV show called Bar Rescue. Oh, yeah. On the oh, Paramount shit. Network. Yeah. And uh, I, I donated a floor for that. And I found out real quickly that uh, you put things on the air and... and uh, I thought I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> you have another old Milwaukee? Yeah, you know, yeah, we got absolutely. 30 more, Doug. So, you so how, how recent was this? <laughs> Can anyone in, in this room relate to what I'm... You know? <laughs> huh? What? So what are you that's talking about? A, how recent was your your dance floor on the this show? Uh, I mean, that's a, about two years ago. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean... And it was good, good publicity, but uh, uh, it's never nothing's ever enough. 
Brett yeah. Ramsey, guy with his belly button out, screaming. Well, that was just like, you know, I, I had a vision for, you know, I always have a vision in my mind of what I'm creating sure. and what I think it's going to turn out, but we all know reality has a different plan. So, well, and, and, you know, Wisconsin <laughs> is kind of, you know, if you're looking to catch people dancing, Wisconsin ain't the place to catch people. <laughs> yeah, not good dancing at least. But, I mean, well, polkas, you know, that's pretty good. Swear to I'm going to tell you something, you may not believe it, but it's true. <laughs> My wife uh, offered her sister... Uh, a lighted dance floor for her daughter's wedding reception for okay. free. That, that, you know, it's like a gift. She said there'll be no dancing. What? Oh. What? Weird, I, huh? What? <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> there'll be no dancing. Uh-oh. Well, I, I, I see a lot of, I've been to a lot of weddings receptions in my lifetime and I see, even to, the, to this day, there's TV shows out there, you know, like four weddings and mm -hmm. wedding dresses yeah. and all oh, that yeah. stuff. Uh, Big industry. I've never seen a wedding where there's no dancing. It's just, yeah. As a matter of fact, sound like uh, when I was building my floors, I wanted to take them out to a club in the Green Bay area this few years ago, and I, I wanted to find somebody that would let me set the floor up so that I could take pictures of people dancing on it. It was brand new. Sure. Nobody would let me. And, and not only that, there was no place. I said to the guy, I said, well, where do people go dancing now? He says, weddings. So, I mean, is there a place to go dancing in town anywhere? I was going to say, you know anywhere place? I can stand. You know a place could use a pretty cool lighted <laughs> dance floor? Would be the Green Bay UFO Museum gift shop and records. I mean, people walk down those stairs onto a lit dance floor like, whoa, I got to find me a record now. All right. Hey. St. Michael's Pub? Yeah, St. Oh, oh, Michael's. Hey, oh. So are you still doing uh, uh, work with it, like doing the dance floors and renting them out and if anybody well will. the business started out by renting i built one dance floor and i was just going to rent it out yeah and, right and i uh it was three inches thick and i don't i went back to the drawing board i knew there was legal uh, liability issues sure. with tripping and so yep. forth so i c came up with another design and it was so unique i actually was able to patent it okay right and it's in the uh, book check it out my reality tv show <laughs> and uh <laughs> Well, anyway, the floor got, uh, that I make now, uh, I used to manufacture them myself in the garage. We used to build the power supplies, assemble them, yep, all yep. the cables, the cords, the also dance floor the panels. And uh, I got to the point where I was trying to do produce a television show at the time. I was building the dance <laughs> floors at the time. Busy uh, my, guy. <laughs> my wife's dad moved in. Their parents moved in with oh, us. Yeah. And, and the tri-level house. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That from the, the book. steps, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, so, anyway, uh, the, the dance floor business, now to this day, I don't build the floors anymore. They're, mm -hmm. they're made by the Amish in Michigan. Okay. And uh, what I do basically is I just take the orders, from, and I deal with my customers, and I do uh, uh, technical support if they got problems. Okay. I do the bookkeeping. I don't, uh, uh, you know, I just keep the books. I don't do the sure. uh, accounting yeah. stuff. Right, yeah. I got an accountant for that. The Amish build them? Is yeah. there electricity involved? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does this work? <laughs> you wouldn't believe this this Amish uh, setup. I met Ed is his name. That's the uh, Amish carpenter. Okay. okay. And I met him from a guy named Harold Otto. If you know his name, he used to uh, be the host of a TV show called Polka Variety. Mm -hmm. And I produced his show for him. And he got a hold of me around 2010 
and wanted me to produce his, his show again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told him I, I'll do it. But I was also doing the dance floors. I was doing his TV show. And this goes on. Yeah. <laughs> so something had to give. So I told Harold, I said, I can't do your show anymore. I said, I'm too busy with the dance floor business. It's picking up. And I, and I, you know, and I was actually getting an order on Monday for someone who wanted to rent a floor on Saturday. And the floor didn't exist yet. Whoa. And I would take the booking and take your down payment. And then, <laughs> then, then, then it's like, go, oh. guns all on. We got to oh build this floor, God. you know. And, That's and, and I, I mean, my you. wife and my wife and my and her dad. He's he was in his nineties. He was helping me That's build right, them. Yeah, in the garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. built a routing duplicator, so I, I had templates. So he just put the template in, and he would cut the parts out, and I would glue them together, and. Oh that's how it God. started but anyway it got to the point where i couldn't do it it was overwhelming and i told harold i can't do it well he lives in pulaski and he's uh, uh one of his businesses is busting people around and he uh was busting the amish around mm. bellevue is full of uh, it's amish community so uh that's where he said i think i know someone that can help you out with your floors so he connected him up with this Ed. I, I drove out to his farm, picked him up. Beautiful farm. His, yep. his Amish are unbelievable. And took him back to my garage, and I showed him my, my operation and what I was doing. And I, I told him, I want you to build the floors, and I'll continue to do all the electronics. So he took it over in, right. in Bellevue, and, and I was commuting back and forth to Green Bay with a trailer and getting picking up floors from him, and then we put the electronics in it and this and that. And then... It, uh, over time, I won't get it. Try keep this short. Is uh, it got to the point? Uh, Ed was going to move. He's going to move to Michigan, yes, and right, he's, right. that's where his family's from. Okay. And all the Amish community. Well, before he left, I uh, would see these Amish buggies going down the road, and it was cold, dead of winter. And I got to Ed, and, and Ed, one of the things that he does, his real job, he's a carpenter, and he, he manufactures Amish buggies. And I mean, he manufactures them from scratch. He makes the wheels. He's got the tooling to Holy bend the, the stuff to make the wheels and spokes. And and uh, but his 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 uh, they were like Rolls Royces. They were mm-hmm. plush interiors and gorgeous inside. Jeez. And I said to him, I said, I see you guys Amish all the time. You know, going down the road, your horses and stuff. I said. Don't you get cold in there? You don't. You, don't, you need a heater in those things or something. And well, one day this was right before he left to go to Michigan. He's b- building these these Amish buggies, and believe it or not, he's got an Amish buggy. He says, "Doug, you got. I want you to see this one." And I said, "Okay." <laughs> yep, he's got a, a heater in the in the in the front dash of the thing, <laughs> and it runs off a little propane tank he put on the back of the thing. <laughs> and what? the best part is the interior lighting. LED color remote what? control <laughs> underneath the carriage. You know, you know, yeah, so you I see one of these this kind of buddies going down the road it's with, like a, with <laughs> <laughs> mood lighting inside and cash Amish. Uh, yeah. yeah, holy cow! And it's, it, you know, I guess I had a little influence on that boy. I don't know. He's oh, pretty smart. He's I mean, a pretty smart guy. He's, yeah, he's he's got a facility that looks like a. F- well, that's the key thing. Sometimes you don't know. You know, you don't know. You just wing it. That's what we're doing here tonight. Right? Yeah. That's what I. I don't know what we're doing. I said, "How do you want to do <laughs> this, this show?" And you're like, "I'm going to show up, just wing it." Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing too. Oh, Matt. 
for a social spot when you were sitting there thinking like, oh, that'll be a sick idea, like making the dance floors. Like, was there something that kind of like influenced you or did you just straight come up with it on your own? Well, I got a little lucky there. Um, I got, I was at a point where I didn't know what I was going to do. I, if he goes to Michigan and I can't have him make my floors anymore, I'm like in my son's situation. I was talking to him earlier. It's like, I need help. I need uh, I got a, a boatload of stuff I need, and I'm by myself. I need to find people to help me. And but uh, Ed was Ed uh, was my my hero. And and the thing was, like I told you earlier, he was only making the floors. We do all the electronics. Well, when he went to Michigan, I was getting prepared to rent a uh, a shop and set up full production and, and and this and that. And and then Ed said, he said, well, he says, give it to me. I'll do all of it. I said, you'll do everything. He said, yeah. He says, bring it on. So I did, and yeah, and by the way, Ed's, Ed's a brilliant man because uh, when he saw what I was doing, he came up with ideas how to do it better right away. You think the Amish know how to yeah. put on a podcast? We could yeah. use a couple of kids. So what, what influenced you to make these dance, like, to, before you had anybody make, yeah, yeah to, to start these, to build these dance floors in the start where you at a place and people were just dancing on hardwood floors and you're like, well, this is boring, let's dance make a machine. thing that lights up and make this a little more exciting was well, where did the first idea the rest come of, from well i built a lighted dance portable lighted dance floor back in 1978 okay and that was what part of the dance machines mm-hmm. uh equipment right and when we went to a place we set up and the floor was only 12 feet by 14 feet okay and it was christmas tree lights oh yeah and <laughs> and literally the light controller was a guy pushing key pads on a keyboard no to kidding. make the light lights flash well that floor was uh, a hit i mean okay. it, and we were the only dj service that even offered such a thing you know it's, okay. it's, it's you know first of all we were the first djs then there were more and more that came up over the years and that also created a problem because being the first on the block with any any idea isn't always the best thing because right somebody else would come along and just blow you away because sure, sure. you know, they figured out well how you're what you're doing wrong yeah but uh, the first time I, I was out with the, the, the DJ business, and, and we eventually evolved, um, and of course, the TV show, the, you know, the Dance Machine TV show, which mm-hmm. kicked off on HBS and then eventually TV32. Uh, anyway, I, I guess I'm kind of losing my track so here. The dan- <laughs> no, kind of putting the dance machine and realizing, like, oh, we we provide uh, this lighted dance floor, and people love it, so let's well, make it bigger. Like, why not? Well, Jeez. That's my boy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wiping me up. That's my boy. That's a, that's a shop right down the road, right? Where the, the Okay. Yeah, there's a restaurant in there right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that, yeah. But yeah, you were building consoles and sound and, and putting the speakers together. So eventually yeah. the dance machine, uh, <laughs> uh, I got out of it, but I still owned it, and I had a guy manage it and hire DJs, and that's sure. a, that's that, that's a book itself. Believe me, that's a whole other <laughs> story. I think just DJs is a book yeah, itself, and let alone hiring DJs. On top of the, the camera, <laughs> I think what you go in a museum is that bus, that big truck you had that with dance oh, machine yeah. plastered on the side thing was sweet. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah, it turned heads. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> turned heads. That thing was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember all that. Oh man. They'd be down in the basement 
Well, as a kid, did you ever try and break in the truck or and try and make your own shit out of what your dad had going on or? A lot of currents going through. (laughs) So many wires and cables down here. What is this one? Ah, (laughs) But to answer your question, what spawned the the floors I'm creating now is I got out of that business, didn't have anything to do with lighted floors or DJing for many, many years. And uh, after trying to get Angel Copter off the ground, that was my drone. I had this vision that, hey, nobody's doing that. Nobody. Nobody was. Nobody was doing it. So I stuck a ton of money and bought a a, a, a helicopter, portable helicopter, and and, uh, tried to... To try to sell it, and, and it, I won't get into that story, but it failed. Okay. I just couldn't. I couldn't get a realtor to understand. You thought, you no, thought no, of I the mean, drone. you ever look now at a, buy now, real estate? Oh, time, you, can you see huh? anything without an aerial no. picture? Yeah, right. If they don't have aerial pictures, you're I, like, what is this? I, I don't literally want to walk at this house in 2009. I li- went literally set meetings uh, up. I did presentations to realtors, and I told them that you could be the first realty company. To have all of your pictures have an aerial picture, not just the big properties or the yeah. country properties, but every property. I showed them the difference of a, a small little house on a, on a little street, showing them, here's this picture you guys got. Look at this picture. Right. Now it shows a backyard, this and that. Yeah. Nobody. I couldn't get anybody to bite. Mm. No one. So anyway, in the frustration of all that, I'm sitting having a beer hey, with my cheers. buddy, and it was a gray rainy day and i i was uh sawing my fiddle about the failed business it's not working out and not to mention the fcc told me uh, or, or faa told me i can't fly, fly it because yeah. it's you know illegal and why we figure out stuff so anyway i'm sawing my fiddle about that and ron says to me well, why don't you start the dance machine back up again i'm like come on i'm 50 some years old i'm not going to go back to djing and besides <laughs> this music maybe you listen to this dance music lately yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and then he and, and he said i said but if i was to do it again i would have a lighted dance floor because we had one back then it was a big hit and no one still to this day Mm-mm. is offering a lighted no. dance floor i checked in wisconsin no one illinois no one minnesota i mean i checked everywhere i couldn't find anyone in the country renting a lighted dance floor then i did find someone out in vegas but they were a big high-end company and they were charging like fifty thousand dollars to rent a a lighted floor and things of that sort fucking dance floor (laughs) i couldn't believe it and i thought right there is well i think i can come up with something Simple and yeah. not cost that much money, and that's when I came with the, the four-inch thick floor and okay. took that out for a while until I knew I had to redesign something. Made the the patented design. Had to wait about a year for the patent to come through, but you, uh, it's weird because if you uh, apply for a patent or don't pl- apply for a patent and you show your invention to people, they can just you, you, you yeah. could you know they'll you, just be like, oh, that's cool, give me that, and I'll yeah. patent it. Yeah, that's really You're nice. Screwed basically. Exactly. Wow. So, anyway, I, I everything went good, and the very, very, very first night that my floor was out on its very first job, I was sitting there watching the floor and thinking, oh, this is kind of, you know, made me kind of proud. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, I see this I woman walk up and boom, oh, <laughs> falls down. Tripped, she tripped on the, on the edge of the floor. The floor is like an inch and a half thick. 
and she tripped on the on the, <laughs> Kelly. the very outside edge of the floor. She didn't see it. She down she went. She's I'm standing back Milwaukee's. there, and I hung my head, and I thought lawsuit. Uh, and I also yeah. thought I, I got to find something else to do with this because this isn't going to work. I, I can't take these floors out and get sued by people tripping on it, this and that. <laughs> so I went back to the drawing board and uh, created slip trip proof. Uh, beveled edging on the floor that took ah, that took right. a lot more work than you have any idea because I had to go to Doug uh, my son was at a uh, metalworking shop at the time and and uh, he he takes chunks of metal and forms them into something okay. but this is more like sheet metal type of work you know okay. but I needed these things drilled and 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 so anyway that solved the, the tripping problem but also created a new one because uh, every time you solve a problem, you create a new yeah. one. That's the law of the universe. Right. And uh, the problem I, it, that it did create is that, yeah, I had this uh, aluminum beveled edging all over framing the floor, but it's nice and shiny until you uh, use the floor a couple times and it's all scratched up. Well, and it looks right. like hell. Yeah. So yeah. I had to come up with an idea to solve that problem. I built a machine that when we, manuf when we get the... Uh, material from the manufacturer, our, our, our sheet metal company, then we run it through my machine that I built, and it puts these uh, wire brush uh, yep. marks in it, yep. so it scratches it up in a nice way, so that when you use it and you scratch it up, you don't see it the doesn't scratches. Look like it's not, uh, okay. Solve the scratches by scratching. So that's the story of the lighted dance floors. Is uh, all in this book right here? Yeah. All in my reality <laughs> yeah. TV show right here. Shame on you know. Check hey. the oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grandpa's backyard. Easy, Easy. <laughs> yep. Easy. I, I remember. Yeah. Do you have any video? I I I'm I yes yeah. In a short answer, yes. Max. Yeah, I, I, and back then I shot everything was on DV video, digital video tapes, those little cassette tapes, you know. So Yo, yeah, can I, you pass this to Carl down there? He's pretty thirsty. I don't know. Can I? Uh, maybe, oh, maybe not. Oh, oh, maybe not. Oh, there he goes. Thank you, bud. <laughs> and now, what, I think when Shamo gets back, should we take? Should we look at that picture? Just zoomed out. Just oh, that's, uh, that's just a lip, oh, little yeah. bit more. Might be a dance floor. My, oh, right. is it a dance floor? <laughs> well, here's a clue. And he's back. It's it is something you can hold in your hand. Oh, something you can hold in your. Someone said harmonica earlier. That's a really good guess. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> guess, but it's not the right one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, a bottle opener. Oh, it's the. Oh. It is a bottle opener. All right. Okay, go to the next picture. Give him the answer. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think they call it a church key, don't they? Yep. Yep. There it is. The old church key. Yep. Oh, no shit. <laughs> Told you it's something you hold in your hand. <laughs> yep. So anyway, that's one of the things we'll be doing on the new podcast is I'll be bringing up these old mystery pictures that were taken. And uh, I think Max wanted to ask me about something about the mystery pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your very first one? Why Was it actually a mystery picture? Was it they, no, it, they used actually, it as a... No, it, never, it was never a mystery picture, but boy, it sure made a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you uh, <laughs> elaborate on that one? Do you have that picture on here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can show it. 
Yeah, I, d- I didn't bring that picture with me. I don't even know if I have it, to be honest with you. But yeah. uh, uh, the story so, short, if so, you haven't read the book, yeah. uh, I'll share you the story. It was uh, <laughs> I had uh, these mystery pictures going, and I was told you I was out in the studio zooming in on things. and But I couldn't take pictures of things that you can take with a camera with a, a good lens yeah. on it. So uh, one of the viewers of the TV show, who was a f- professional photographer, uh, had the equipment to do macro and zoom in real tight on things. So uh, he gave me a whole batch of mystery pictures to use. And, and 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 along with those mystery pictures, he also gave me some other just oh, uh, pictures of anything, you know, just to be artistic, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it that. Yeah. Wait till you hear the rest of the story. Yeah, I was going to say, you're getting into it here, Doug? All right, let's do it. So... <laughs> so anyway, I had these these photo these images. They were actually on on thirty five millimeter slides, is what they sure. were. And uh, I worked with a number of, of producers at the TV station, and one of them I can't remember his name for sure, but I don't want to mention his name because I could be wrong. But anyway, one of the producers I worked with saw my those pictures, and he said, "Hey, I could use use that for a background on one of the commercials." And I thought, "Sure, go right ahead. You know, fine by me." <laughs> and uh, he produced the commercial, and it was one of these TV commercials that aired everywhere. It was on Channel 2, Channel 5, Channel 11. It aired morning, noon, night. It even aired on the all-night theater. And he just used it as the background for all his yeah. commercials. Yeah, and it, was, it, was, it, was, it was, I believe it was like a 60-second long commercial, and at the last <laughs> 10 seconds of the commercial, they give you this phone number, address stuff, yeah. and this blurry pink background <laughs> okay and i didn't know what it was i, I didn't care and it was what it was yeah well nice it was background it, well because it was airing all the time everywhere the guy who gave me the picture he said called me up out of the blue and he says doug he says i gotta tell you he says do you know what that's a picture of <laughs> i said no i says it looks like some crinkled pink paper or something he goes uh no he said actually it's a extreme close-up of my penis have you ever ever had all the blood drain out of your body you get like an instant chill oh you're ahead of your time doug you're ahead of your background i i i didn't tell anybody that for years because i was afraid that the tv station could have got in trouble yeah i mean all the tv stations were airing it yeah, you, you were you were. <laughs> yeah, right. And not yeah. only did you just you literally. Did, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if I could make this stuff up? Oh man. <laughs> Mass distribution dick pic. That's yeah. awesome. Well, the the thing is, after I learned, I'm on the commercial. What do you mean? Look at that background. After I learned the fact of what that picture was. I still continue to see that commercial on it, and I remember one time walking into a bar with my wife, I think, and then, and seeing this TV set up in the corner, and there it was, <laughs> staring at and you no eye one, to eye. Oh, no, only, and I'm the only person that knows yeah. what they're looking at. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, it's one of my. That's did so. Did Shamo bring up a, another of uh, one of the close-up pictures? I don't know if he brought more than one. 
No, <coughs> I, I just brought the one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought when I was walking oh. back, I thought you said you had an... My bad. No, Miss, uh, next Miss one will Heard. be on December 1st. Okay. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Super oh, excited. We got another taker for an old Milwaukee. <laughs> Go figure my my, my son would soda. figure out what the what the mystery <laughs> picture was. Cheez Its and pretzels and something to open a beer can. <laughs> <laughs> beer That's, yeah, perfect beer for the show. No, Joe, who was on here a little bit ago, we were talking about uh, the the tabs used to come on the beer can weren't like they are now. Yeah, they, they, you popped them off and you could make a a chain of these things. <laughs> when did that stop? That not soon enough. <laughs> Put them in yeah. the can? Yeah, people would pop pop the top and drop it in their can. Is that how you knew you were finished it. when you were like, I'm going to be done with my beer now. <laughs> your, your, dad has, your dad probably has the largest collection of these tabs I've yeah. ever seen. It sits right on top of his oh, microwave. Yeah, yeah. Every beer. Well, yeah. It's like just a giant bowl of these metal Man, tabs. He goes... Well, do you trade them in for like a keychain or something? Or chains out of them, like Doug said. But we just take the tab and fold the fold the uh, the tab part into the ring, the pull ring of the other one. And okay. We had it going all the way around our dorm room in college. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no. One of my first jobs at a blueprint shop, and anyway, uh, we had a, a blueprint or glass cylinders, and probably about. Five feet tall, and the larger ones are maybe 10, 11 inches around. And uh, my buddy, who was his dad, owned the shop, we brought one of them home and started filling it with beer tabs. Because we were going to put all these tabs or whatever. Instead of just throwing them away. Well, let's see, because just, you know, here's how much we drank was just, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, you know, just a, you know, a badge of whatever. Oh my god. Oh my god. Thousands of filled with just beer tabs on beer bottle caps and uh the tops off of uh half barrel I think that's why they got rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, they're having too much fun <laughs> ripping these. People are just getting <laughs> hammered because they're just ripping tabs off and just. Do you remember when chains. they changed the top of beers? When did? Because like before, it was. How did you open a beer? Like wait, it's it like Campbell's it? soup can. Yeah. Rip it right well, before yeah. the before the pull tab. It was the church key. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then, that's true. Then the pull tab, and now these things. Yeah. No, what, when did they change? Yeah, do you remember? Church key. Like a, like a bottle opener. <laughs> that is bizarre. Does anybody else have any questions, any stories or anything else? How about anything, you, Dan? Anything. Any dance machine stories? <laughs> like, where do I yeah, start? Okay. Yeah. Come on up. Yeah, yeah come, come on, on up. up. Perfect. I got to Perfect. So. By the way, Dan, thanks for coming. So good to see you. I haven't seen this man in what? Decades. I think I escaped Green Bay in 83? Something like that? 83. Yeah. Okay. So, Great. yeah, so the beginning of the dance machine. Um, Doug wanted to do an open using the dance machine logo. And back in that time, there wasn't access to CGI, computer 
Yeah, you know, like to take the video that and flip it around and yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so a group of us got together in his front yard, if I remember, and driveway. Yeah, driveway. <laughs> and we had these field cameras that weighed about forty pounds each, big honking cameras, and we we rigged a camera. I think we used an old cable spool. Spool. No. Yeah. So somehow I, I don't remember how we did it. Probably alcohol was involved at that point. <laughs> Uh, but we fastened this camera to this spool, and we pointed it at the logo, and spun this reel around, oh, and yeah. literally mm-hmm. spun the camera. Yeah, and, and so you know today, you know it's a matter of just flipping a switch on a computer. But but it was pretty pretty damn innovative, and and it looked legit. It looked like it something we had created. You know, in a studio somewhere, but that technology didn't really exist for doing something with a custom, a custom logo like that. So yeah, it was it was pretty innovative, pretty darn smart. I so then you worked with Doug. Yeah. Did. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah was, he was uh, my employee actually. Oh, you know, that's and, awesome. Yeah, I was his employee. Okay. So I blame him for my sleep schedule being all screwed. Up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because I was, you know, I would watch TJ and the Ant when I was, you know, I. I was probably 15, 14, 15 years old watching that. Mm-hmm. And when I turned 18, graduated from high school, I moved to the Twin Cities to go to school for broadcasting because I was inspired by this guy. Okay. So, so yeah, so awesome. I went to school for television and radio broadcasting and moved back to, to Green Bay after getting done with school. And the opportunity opened up to work for Doug. And it was like, well, See, my dream was at some point I was going to work for for Channel Eleven. Okay. That was that was okay. Well, Doug can do it. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> awesome. No, so yeah, that's so Doug awesome. was a big inspiration for me to to get into the business in the first place. So it was it was you know I've I've been watching this guy for years and years and years and years. And one of the things that's, that's funny is I remember um, sitting around. Trying desperately to figure out what the hell is the technology behind Barney, and Doug would say, "You know, I've I've signed a contract that I I can't tell you. I can never tell anybody what it is. So now, knowing that you might divulge the secret, I'm just I'm so intrigued. You know, sit around and just chat and just go. Well, you can tell us. We won't tell anybody. Right. Just tell us. Huh? No, can't do that. No, can't I didn't sign the contract. So, yeah. Yeah. So and, and we we. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, the TV show itself was really special, and like I said earlier, I think the the beauty of the the show was it was local, and it was, you know, so you get all your friends and, and act stupid and do dumb things and get up in the morning and watch your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. and it was always one of these. Oh God, I can't believe I did that kind of thing. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, so, yeah. But can't was, relate. <laughs> can't relate. Never. Uh, no, can't relate to that at all. One no. bit. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, I, I, I never apologized for that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. what do you have? Uh, what's your, what's your like your best memory working with my Doug? best memory? Yeah, I told I, I shared this with Doug earlier. One of the jobs that 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 I did, I did a wedding, uh, and I don't remember. It was Sheboygan, Marinette, I somewhere, somewhere in Wisconsin, somewhere yeah. in Wisconsin, and so I I had gone out to do this to do this wedding and I showed up really early and we had this we had a dry ice machine for doing fog fog machine and it was this big 55 gallon drum and we 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 had 
heating elements from a water heater stuck in the side of this thing. So you'd show up on site and you'd plug this thing in. And then when it was, you know. Boiling hot. Boiling hot. Yeah. So you'd plan it. So you'd get the, you'd get the water really hot. And, and, but I showed up really early. So it was hot. I mean, it was like, you could make coffee in this. Thing. It was so hot. So I, sh- I show up, plug it in, get it going. The reception starts. And part of the, part of the, the, the deal with the, the wedding reception was the really important part is the first dance, the, the dance with the, the, the new groom. spouse. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Groom, okay. right? so, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the lights go down and the music, I, I start the music and it's beautiful. And I, I go drop the dry ice and there's tubes coming out of the dry ice machine, out of the they look like 55. The kind of tubes you use for dryer vents. Yeah. Yeah, it's a oh, big octopus. Okay. Kind okay. Of thing. Yeah. yeah. So the lights are on and it's amazing. And it's the room is this big room. And the room is filling with fog. And it's like two feet, three <laughs> feet. And it's that's cool. the kind of fog that doesn't fog the room. It's, yeah, it it's stays all, low it's like all a okay. fog. Yeah, okay. But it's stunning. And people are like, oh, my God. And the couple comes around, and they're right in front of the, the booth. And they fall and disappear into the fog. <laughs> and they're gone. They, and they, they disappear. And so what had happened was when I dropped the dry ice, it, the, the reaction was so intense, it shot water out of the tubes. Exploded. Oh, Exploded. And you couldn't. Sh- you couldn't, you couldn't see, see it. There was water on the was floor. Are you talking yeah. about boiling water and dropping an ice cube that's like a <laughs> 350 degrees below zero? You know. Yeah. So the the, 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 sign- this, the new experiment. couple disappear. Oh my they're they're gone. <laughs> and in the talk about you know the potential for lawsuits, I was like, oh my yeah. god, oh my god. Well, they come up and I see these two heads bob up out of the fog and the fog's rolling, and they're laughing their asses yeah. off. Okay, because okay. it was funny. And yeah. it was and the fog clears and yeah. I got the floor wiped up. But it was it was, <laughs> it was probably the funniest damn thing I've ever seen because this brand new couple just disappeared. <laughs> it was it was brilliant. I don't know if I ever came back and told you because I, I don't like, remember no I, <laughs> this is the first time like, I'm hearing this I probably this shouldn't have let the water get that hot but yeah but I mean, it made for a really cool fog though it, went, it made for a really cool I'm sure event. they remember that to this day and, oh, they, and they are very happy every about it. wedding I go to yeah I'm like god I hope they have a fog machine <laughs> so, I want to see that because that's that'd be awesome that's but, so cool yeah oh, it, was, my god. it was it was an experience it was it was a lot of fun yeah it was a lot lot of fun so wow and you gave me some great opportunities as a you know young you know young guy wanting to get into business so oh that's awesome spectacular all my life i've always feel like i'm giving people opportunities but what they do with it is out of my control right yeah i i i when i left green bay i went back to the twin cities and i wound up going back to college and working in the industry i was i did computer animation and graphics for years and years but I don't think that I would have gone into the effects side of things if it hadn't been for you. Okay. You're, uh, My fault again. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, take no. responsibility. Yeah, I yeah. owe you a lot. I've done nothing wrong. <laughs> no. no, that's awesome, though. I mean. So even in your, ex- your years of experience working in animation and, and things like that, you're yeah. still kind of trying to piece together how he did the Barneys? Well, the, 
I think I know. Okay. I think I, I, think I uh, I'm probably not. But the thing that, that is unique to Doug Heim is problem solving. Yeah. And I think that, that, that piece about figuring out how to rotate the camera mm-hmm. to get that effect. Because, I mean, those, those effects at the time were really pretty high-end computer graphic effects. I mean, you, you, could, you could do stuff with, with Chiron, which is the technology to put text on a screen at the time. Okay. But to do something with a custom logo, because the Dance Machine logo was, everybody knew what the Dance Machine logo was. Sure, right. Driving that big truck around. You know that, yeah. so everybody <laughs> knew the logo, but to produce or reproduce that logo, lo- that logo, and then do that effect to it would have been pretty time-consuming and sure, maybe kind of expensive at the time. Now it's like you know, yeah, now yeah. you just take a picture of it, it, and you can. So to come up out, with yeah. the idea of how to solve that problem was unique. For okay, yeah, that's I mean, yeah. Dan, thing. Dan, do you know that I have? The footage of us building that apparatus? No, I do I, not know I, that. I have it. I have the whole thing of you and me, and I yeah. think Mike, uh, Kurt Brown may I have think, been I was going to say, Brown I'm pretty been, sure. You and I are definitely the ones, and, and we're assembling what yeah. you were just talking about. I have that. I, am, awesome. I do not have it on the first or second episode. I'm hoping that the third episode will be released on February 1st. And just from this conversation tonight, I will make sure to include that awesome. in episode three awesome. of us <laughs> building that apparatus and showing how we spun the sign. Yeah. And I, Doug, I Very think cool. Very cool. I think you showed us some of that footage I, on I, episode ac- 52. Actually, on your episode, 50, if you uh, go to uh, Hold Us Accountable, episode 52, yep. uh, yes, it, during that show, I do play a clip of that but i'll play right. up on my uh what i do nice. on my uh, on my podcast is i don't uh talk while i'm showing a clip i introduce a clip show it to you clean right unedited uncut yep. and then i'll come back and follow up yeah that's, nice. that's what the whole show is all about certainly not about me no and i i i really like that approach to it like here's what the here's some of the clips i have and then let me kind of a little bit interject of what my thoughts are, you know, uh, what went into yeah, it. Yeah. What went into that clip. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah. 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 I'd love to see it again. So episode, th- <laughs> oh, yeah. episode three, it. look out for the, uh, the footage of the, uh, dance machine logo spinning yeah. around and yeah. how they, how they were able to do it. <laughs> thanks. Uh, appreciate it, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Thank thanks, you. Yeah. Thanks for Thank coming you. up, Dan. Appreciate it. Who is this guy? You got a question? Hey, that's a pretty cool shirt you got there. Where'd you get that shirt oh, yeah, from? About that UFO. Shirt. It's a spectacular uh, cross between store. Green Bay, Green Bay Museum. Right on your shirt. <laughs> what is Green that? Bay UFO. Vince Lombardi, half, half human, half alien. Oh. Yeah. I was All right, that that's pretty cool. Those shirts are for sale right over there. 20 a, bucks. It's oh, a great a, gift for uh, awesome a Christmas gift. present, yeah. a birthday present, a Easter Dude, this place present. this place is perfect. Yeah. Uh, this place uh, is pretty yeah. cool. This place is so cool. I, not only do they have records, uh, they've got VHS videotapes. And if you don't have a video, H, v, uh, hello, VHS <laughs> tape machine, <laughs> You, they, they got, got them right, here. They got one right behind <laughs> us. One right behind us. Yeah. It's so, uh, yeah. They got they've got original Titanic VHSs selling for two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the yeah. bathroom. In the bathroom, <laughs> they have it's pretty awesome. They have whitey tidies pinned with all the pins you could want on your whitey tidies. Oh my god! <laughs> I got my eye on that that Darth Vader guy in, up in the corner there. Ooh. Oh, man. 
I think that is so I love cool. I love the melted records too. Oh, yeah. This oh. place is awesome. Like this is very cool. Oh, came yeah. into here and I I was super anxious during the day, kind of nervous for the show. Then I came sure. in here and I'm like, this fits it. This is oh, perfect. Yeah. This is it's perfect. The best. like yeah. it's just like a way cooler version yeah. of the stew, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean. Please. Come on, come please on, stop get right, up here! Come on, get over here! We'd luck. Come on! Yeah. Now is uh, we're about to have what the owner or? Uh, no, no, I'm just a worker. You just you just work here. I'm just a worker. Pierre is the owner. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. The, then you're now you're the spokesman then. <laughs> nope, nope, I'm not the spokesman. <laughs> <He's> a, <laughs> nope. Just a worker, just, just a, a worker. worker, just a worker. <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, I've heard a lot of stories about people talking about how, you know, they stayed up all late watching your show. Well, my mother, like, when your show came out, I was 10 years old, and my mother did not let me stay up late to watch your show. So what I did was I got up really early to watch the end of it. Oh. And, like, and, like, you know, sometimes I could get up maybe even, like, 4 4.30, and I remember uh, the Brain Eaters was in that last segment one time. <laughs> Great we, movies. So, and uh, yeah. that's one of the movies eaters. I always remember. And but I want to bring up an urban myth about your show. Ooh. And from watching, listening to the podcast earlier today, talking about how a lot of the movies you you know used were kind of budget restraints. You know, you had the yep. you know certain ones. So. I never believed this urban myth, and the whole budget thing really proves it. But I want you to know that at one time, people were going around saying that at one time on the TJ and the All Night Theater that you guys played Star Wars. I kid you not. Oh. That, was the, wow. that, was, that was the rumor going on the street, and, like, and I did not believe it. And I argued with that, but you know, this one guy was just insistent that one time you played Star Wars. Like... Is that true? Wait, Did you ever play Star Wars on oh, no. Mythbusters? No. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I like no. this. But so. I will tell you this. While I was doing the all-night theater, because it was 1977, that's when Star Wars came out, Right. Uh, the, the engineer I worked with on the all-night theater, uh, his name was Russ Mann. Russ, hello. Uh, Man. He, I don't know where he got it, but he got a, uh, what do you call them, those bootleg or... Pirated. Like a pirated, uh, yeah. yeah. He got a copy, and it was like 24-generation copy, meaning a copy of a copy yeah, of a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. And we during the show, we sat in the control room and watched Star Wars, but the picture quality was just atrocious, I mean, to <laughs> say the least. So the, but yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, but that's the closest to anything to have to do with TJ and the Ant and, and Star Wars. Yeah, you no. Know. Well, I just wanted to tell you that, you know, that That's urban cool. myth, and I'm glad you squashed it. <laughs> once and for all. How long have you been waiting to I've been squashed. waiting. I've been it's waiting. Finally, been squashed. I was, I was really angry just trying to, like, the logic. It's like, it hasn't even been on broadcast TV. You know, <laughs> How like, could he be? It's like, no, they did not, like, illegally run Star Wars. So, uh, thank, thank you for clearing that up. And my nope. brother was a. My brother was a contestant on Clubhouse Pow once. Well, really? Yeah, and it was kind of turned into an embar- embarrassing family incident, and uh, <laughs> I've never told anyone this story. Oh, exclusive. I went on the other line to try to help him, 
<laughs> with Sam Powell, and he got really mad, and he started screaming at me live on your show. And, stuff. <laughs> so, and then I got yelled at by my mom because that was really not a cool move on my part. I'm really embarrassed about this that I did that. You know what I mean? So, so I'm really I'm apologizing for ruining my brother's appearance. Barney's Clubhouse Powell finally got this off my. Oh my yeah. Shoulders. Thank you all for helping me get through this. You know, the older you get, you realize you made some mistakes early in life, and that was one of them. So thank you, yeah, thank you for being my confessional here. And thanks for coming, all of you guys being at the Green Bay UFO Museum gift shop and record. There yes. we go, yeah. Thanks, thanks thank for you. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. You want to play POW? <laughs> You're gonna, give him, you're gonna give him PTSD, dog. <laughs> that is, that is awesome. This is good. Yeah. Anybody else want to come clean? Yeah. <laughs> Any other confessions people got to make? Anything else? That is awesome, man. Yeah. Of course. I mean, we always talk, or we talk a lot about how so many things you were a pioneer with, and then for the first time and whatnot, and the late night show. Did you ever take any liberties, or maybe do something you didn't know it was? Gonna happen or to try something for the very first time on on your show and whatever something. Eh, I might get in trouble doing this, but what the hell? It's two o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great question. Yeah. And the answer is yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, you um, don't strike me as a risk when, taker, Doug. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> when when we uh, uh, the first years <laughs> with TJ and the Ant, we were like a TV station pirate rate right we yeah. were like we could do whatever we wanted yeah the management isn't saying anything you're, you're on the air we run these movies and you can fill in all the time in between with whatever you want and uh so that's what we did and 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 i i mean i had belly dancers on the show oh uh, risque but they was that for the show or is that for you <laughs> <laughs> the truth is i i never i, I you know like Trying nowadays out the dance when, you, when you book a show you 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 book your entertainment and schedule them and so forth that wasn't happening at all tj in the end i got we'd have somebody just walk in We'll come to the front door of the TV studio, knock on the door, Man. and say, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm a, a performer. I was, I was in town playing at the da 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 da, and they, they want over free at the Oval Office. And I I'm think like, I'd like come to on make in. And, <laughs> and and then also there was, um, um, in the media business, there's a lot of producers out there, you know, and they're, they're that's what they do for a living, and they knew about the the all night theater, and they came over f on their own to the late night, and they would bring their own films and videotapes and start putting these productions together and we did it just for fun i mean you, at that time you didn't have access like you do today to put a video together or shoot videos or anything sure. it was back then you didn't have anything like that so tj and the ant was the, the the venue to do that so they would come in and just we would spend you know the movies would be running from two four o'clock in the morning and we'd be just just busy making these productions for f pure fun right not to make any money or anything and uh and episode two i i run uh all of those clips yeah. oh. that we produced was there was we, there we call ourselves the all-night air force oh change it up a little bit so was you there know. did you uh, was there like there wasn't any management there overnight with you, like over. It was just like, hey, you guys have the Grandpa studio. Grandpa had to go to bed. Yeah. He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, there was no. But I, there was no like all I, night. I had full ring 
to do whatever I wanted that to is, do. That's I really did. Man, and, and that's those a days are gone. Time. Let me tell yeah. you. That <laughs> is a magical that, time. Watching the show because you were kind of watching this underground television production, running these cool movies. And it was just, it was great. It was kind of like, you know, you're breaking the law or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you probably felt like a part of something that was, was like, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was just like <laughs> this, like, oh, I'm, I don't know, I can't, there's really nothing now that, c- exactly, there's nothing where yeah. you feel like you're a part of something that's, So like, at that time when you were doing this, did you, did, were people, like, around town privy to you? Like, did, like, say you were out at the store, like, ah, oh, TJ and the Ant, like, kind of give you... Well, maybe back, like a home, like hometown hero or like little famous in the town. Yes, uh, I couldn't go anywhere without being recognized, and I I would even be in a, a Kmart store, you know, shopping, and I could hear somebody say DJ, DJ, <laughs> DJ. I could hear it across the room. I'm deaf today, yeah. now, but back then I could hear somebody say DJ across the room, you know. So yeah, I knew as I was. Did and you enjoy that? Do you no, like no? I, no, yeah. I I I don't know if you know this. I'm a humble guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not yeah. I'm not an old me. Yeah. Because you, know, yeah. you were just doing style. something you liked and you loved to do. You weren't doing it because yeah. you were like, Man, I hope I hope people like praise me and Max, like, I think you've got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were just I'd be like if I mean we do this for virtually nobody. We just enjoy yeah. doing it. Yeah. I mean I mean, the, we got a bunch of bots that follow us, but other than that, like, no, like, so we, I, I feel like we kind of get it a little bit other than the fact that you were on like a major television station where everyone could see you. You were just putting your passion out there because it was like, this is what I love doing. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it was just other people enjoyed it and, and really like took to it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I worked really hard to get myself off the air. I, when I came up with the the name TJ and the Ant, TJ was a television jockey, meaning mm-hmm. that I'm a TJ, you're a TJ, you can be a TJ. We, you know, we just take okay. different shifts, just like radio stations. You sure, don't hear the same okay. jock on the air all the time. Yeah. There's different disc jockeys. Well, yeah. I, that was my envision of TJ and the Ant. It okay. was just that we can, why can't we jock television like they jock radio? Sure. You know, that Which, was my I mean, thought. Makes sense to me. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Well, yeah. it's, it was almost like cable came around and kind of. Well, that, yeah. Well, first of all, before right, it's like all this stuff happened almost simultaneously. Cable came along. The, the, the networks decided, okay, maybe we should be broadcasting all night because mm-hmm. they, they're you know they're not just local; they're the whole country. Yeah. So yep. And when and then AB, uh, uh, TV eleven was an ABC affiliate, so they didn't have a choice to be an affiliate of a of a major network. You right. have obligations to carry their programming. Yep. So that's why uh, TJ and Ant went off the air. But like, I don't know if I, I said it mentioned it, but I, the, the show could have gone on on Saturdays, but I was just too busy doing yeah. them. Oh, that's my right. Business. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you were <laughs> you definitely were busy. <laughs> yeah. But then, but the Peace. good thing is, uh, a yeah. new show came called Ned the Dead. Ned, Ned yeah. the Dead. Yeah. Was that the okay? So was that the guy who like painted his face? Yeah. Okay, that was yeah, that guy. That's yeah. that was another. My Uber driver that's, also brought up Ned the Dead. That scared me when I was a kid, and I saw that. Like I was, it freaked me out. I remember being like, "What the? F- what's going? <laughs> I don't know." Just a, you remember Ned the Dead? I don't like. Yeah, I never like watched it, but I remember like seeing like a or maybe like a uh and just an ad for it or commercial and just being like that's weird. So what <laughs> like, was what was uh, Ned the Dead? What was the premise? Just a uh, so, I mean, it's uh, kind of like it, it's kind of like a uh, 
kind of predated Elvira, you know. The, the okay. Showing movies. Um, it was like a... Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, I guess Ned did. Was it like that '90s show? He was, that a, he was a dead guy, a, a dead guy taken uh, at the ticket booth. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just weird. You know, just okay. weird, creepy. Nope. Yeah, that's on BTV. Kind of predecessor of Okay. Interesting. Spenguli. I don't know. Spenguli. Sounds like a maybe like a beer. Is that out of Green Bay? Spenguli. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I know Steve Brenzel personally, and I, I can tell you that I know he was very passionate about the the character and uh, respected uh, the creator, you know, John Shunky. And uh, I, I, I've worked actually; I, I had the opportunity to work with with Steve over the years. But I've also been uh, uh, mistaken that people sometimes think I was Ned the Dead, and um, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story. All right, little, uh, That's my boy. That's my a, boy. All right, so here's a little uh, history uh, provided by the audience. So we've got a chiller theater aired on various local televi- television stations in Green in the Green Bay market from 1984 until early 2009. It last aired Saturday nights on WGBA Channel 26 in Green Bay following Saturday Night Live. Uh, and then Saturdays on WACY32. Uh, the show is hosted by Ned the Dead and his sidekick, Doc Moreau. Uh, the program features classic horror movies and other cult films. Uh, and then on March 28, 2009, the Ned the Dead show premiered with a new format and new movies. However, the show still takes place at the Chiller Theater. New cast members have joined Ned the Dead on Doc Moreau, including... Yeah, so I mean, it's, not, it's still going. It sounds like, or yeah, no, it's not. Oh, it didn't didn't say on. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Thank you. So yeah, I mean, yeah, not the dead. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I guess we're do- uh, we're done. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, everyone. Uh, no. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, we can ask of, Doug any more questions, of, but when he gets back, you want? You as, got any questions? As the <laughs> as the oh, secret, ask you questions. What's a what's what's a wild story you remember as the as oh, the oh, secretary? Oh, of, don't Bob oh, Bob. No. That's a new. That is a new oh. camera. <laughs> oh no! All right. Yeah. We've only been talking Kelly. about it the whole night. <laughs> It's fine. Oh, uh, not anymore. Go ahead. You can have a, grab a beer. Go ahead. It was bound to happen. I'm surprised it took it that long for it to happen. As long so. as that camera don't go down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's a what's a wild? Do you is there any like a wild, you know, late night story just of the putting the TV on like being, being up in all the news night, station because like, oh, yeah. Channel Eleven that's oh, right on Lombardi yeah. right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't really remember the walk-ins. I just remember being at the desk, taking phone calls, and then, I mean, that's really... You talked then, about a lot of... really tired, <laughs> and then waking up. You talked about how you guys had some great times. Great well, times hanging out. 
Oh yeah. Me, well, my I sister mean, would come and we'd hang out and we'd eat snacks and <laughs> hang out. And, yeah, yeah. But it it's was yeah. It was I, I just it. <laughs> well, because so Grandpa was so Tom Hutchinson's our grandpa. Yeah. Your father. So yep. he managed it, and then and so Uncle Doug and Uncle Sam. We're camera guys. Camera guys, and then you and who else? I of got the to be a camera girl. Camera girl. Okay. Yeah. And then I got to be a remote person, and so we would go on the road with that. Do you remember Stanley Siegel? You were around with all those guys, too, oh, and Bob yeah. Schultz and Ray Wheeler? Yeah, yeah, those are good times. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Wild! Okay. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Eating snacks! Eating snacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can ask. <laughs> What do you want to end with, Doug? Yeah, what? Uh, so we're yeah, we're kind of coming up to the end of the show here. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, is there any other any other clips or anything you wanted to show or yeah, get to about for your podcast? Did you want we can end it playing the the promo video? Okay, let's do that. If you, you want to end it on that? the yeah. finish the promo that, video. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. Do that. that. You might want to strap on your seatbelt. Yeah. It's Perfect. gonna get wild. Hello. I'm Doug Heim, old and gray, but it's still me. For those of you that don't know or remember me, back in 1971, I started my 40-year career in broadcasting at WLUK TV 11 in Green Bay, Wisconsin. In 1977, I created Wisconsin's first all-night television show named TJ and the Ant. It stood for television jockey in the all-night theater. There's a brand new ant coming, and this time it doesn't stand for all-night theater. I'll tell you more in a moment. Throughout that 40-year career, I've rescued a huge collection of films and videotapes from the trash bin. And they're all packed full of Green Bay and Northeastern Wisconsin radio and television history. And that's why I concocted all of this. I call it my Wayback Time Machine. And welcome to my hidden underground ant cave, where I've been transferring old analog stuff to digital. As I was transferring everything, it dawned on me, what am I going to do with all this stuff? Well, you're looking at it. Put it on YouTube. You're not going to believe some of the stuff I've found. You're about to see snippets of historic TV shows, commercials, promos, newscasts, telethons, and even a movie. Some of this stuff goes as far back as the 1960s. And what you're about to see in the next four minutes is going to be absolutely amazing. You may want to fasten your seatbelt. Take a look here, what I mean. Welcome to Riverside Presents from the Riverside Ballroom in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Cultural Variety at Dance Land Ballroom, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Hi, I'm Eddie Jason. It's 1300 WLOT. The best music. WDUC. WQLA. WAPL is the Valley's home of rock and roll. On my left is Parker Drew from WIXX. Bill May from WIXX Radio. Barney's Clubhouse. You're taking my job. Yeah, well, it's me, Barney, inside a skyscraper. That's right. 
away from the nightclub over my shoulder here, you can see the weird robot that a lot of people honestly think is real. Hey, Cogan Man. Say it with me. The exclusive company. Good evening, Earth. I'm Ray Wheeler. And I'm Fritzy Borgwart. Your evenings will never be the same. Now it's time for Bill Beagle and some fish stories. Yeah, did you hear about the one-armed fisherman? Walked to the bait shop, the guy says, catch anything? He says, yeah, I got one this big. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. TJ in the ant. 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 Who's he? Ain't I you? No, you're me. No, I'm you. Go home, Dougie. My favorite movies are the ones you can't afford to buy. Heavier snow showers this evening during the 1978-79 season. Hello, I'm Peggy Wonky, your host here on the Home Video Shopper. A new total. Call A new total. Oh, right. Let's hear Roll it. Roll that total. This is the dance machine. Dance. The dance machine, dance machine, the dance machine, the dance machine. The dance machine. WLUK, TV 11, Green Bay. TV 11, Green Bay. We're still the one. Hey, Barney, you still with us? Oh, sure. I didn't go anywhere. Ow! Stand by, going live. Well, the weather. <laughs> right here on TV 32, television show called North Country. In Wapaka. Boyzippi in New London. Menasha, Green Bay. Toshkosh, Appleton, Wisconsin. Fondalac, Menasha. What? Going on? Well, like I said, that's just a snippet of the things I have. The original TJ and the Ant premiered on the first Friday in May of 1977. So, on the first Friday of December 2023, I'll be posting the very first episode of the all-new TJ and the Ant right here on YouTube. Only this time, the Ant stands for All Nostalgic Television. I hope you'll tune in, and I'll be looking forward to your comments, requests, and most of all, your suggestions. I mean, come on. Definitely be tuning in December 1st. Can't wait to check that out. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to, to post it, actually. <laughs> who, who came up with the, the theme music for TJ and the Ant? Was that you as well? No. Um, uh, on the first episode, I will play the original TJ and the Ant okay. show open. Okay. And, uh, and I will explain that a, a gentleman 
in a band called Slammer by the name of Dave Rogers. Yes, it was Dave Rogers. Um, and he wrote, produced it. And on the uh, episode, I'll also play for the first time anybody will have ever heard is his audition tape. They made a copy of that song, not the one that you hear on television, but prior to that, they gave me a copy that they were up in northern Wisconsin in a hotel room. <laughs> set up their equipment and recorded the TJ and the, created and they were drinking and just like we do and, yeah. and created the theme song in a hotel room and made a, a audition recording and they gave that to me and I was excited about it so they went and made the polished one that you know here okay so okay. I will pay, play the uh, the original raw oh, okay <laughs> and, and oh, it's, 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 it. it's cool Very it's cool. really I love cool it. that's Very awesome. Cool. Well, TJ and the Ant coming yeah. back live again. Yeah. I mean, live. watching that, I've relived. I don't obviously recognize any of that, but I was getting excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I know, too. right? <laughs> December 1st, the first episode is coming yes. out. Yes. Yeah. And you say you hope to uh, release an episode every first of the month following that yeah. as well. So Yeah, that's what I hope to, but uh, I will not allow this to become a job. Yeah. yeah. I, I have to only do this because it's fun, it's pleasure, and mm -hmm. uh, it gives me something to do. Yeah. All right, well, I'm, I'm I you know I'm excited to watch it for the first time. I know a lot of people to rewatch a lot of these things, but I'm excited to see some of these things that you did back then. Yeah. For the Can't first wait. time. Right. Right. Yeah. Bring back all that yeah. analog. Put yep. it to digital. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. It's so. gonna be great. Yeah. So another thing worth I think that's a noble mention for the viewers and people that want to find, follow, not just YouTube, typing in his name or whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 We'll uh. Yeah. Of course. We'll, yeah. We'll definitely. Throw, we'll throw this. Yeah, we'll throw that link up on the episode <coughs> yep. down in there so people definitely. can go check it out and everything. And that'd be so. awesome. Absolutely. I mean, for us to see too. Yeah. I mean, for us, like seeing my my grandpa Tom Hutchison as the manager, the guy who you were talking to with all this shit. It, it's awesome to see like what. Just everything, because I mean, my mom worked there, my uncles worked there, and then, like, it, it's yeah. it's cool for us to see too, yeah. even though we weren't around to actually watch it when it was first out. Like, right. it's right, cool. Right, right. It's it's awesome. It's very yeah, cool. Think, yeah. I think everything about the podcast you're doing, for even people who weren't a part of it when it started, I think will be really interested to see like how it became what it was, and yeah, yeah I think it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I'm amazed myself that anybody still cares. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, Thank you all cool. of you so much for yes. coming yeah. out. Thank today. you so much. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I, I saw tonight uh, someone I've never met before that was a big fan of the show. My son is here. Yeah. And a, a, a former employee of mine. A uh, guy, a, yeah. A, 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 a childhood friend, buddy that I grew up yeah. with is here tonight. Yeah. yeah. A guy who uh, ruined his brother's. I got competitions <laughs> on the goosebumps, man. Come on, I got, I got goosebumps. So. Yeah, I mean, watching awesome. that, yeah, with an awesome Oilers sweatshirt, by the way, <laughs> super sweet. Yeah. yeah, very cool. No, it yeah. is it is really awesome. We appreciate everybody coming out here tonight. It has been yeah. a lot of fun. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. Thank, thank, you. thank you, Joe. Yes. Thank you, Bob. Yes. Thank you, yeah, thank you, my son, and your wonderful yeah. friend over there. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. Her name is Sarah. 
Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> and they, thanks to Tom and Pierre from the yeah, Green thanks. Bay UFO thank Museum you guys gift shop us. and record this store. This is awesome. Come check yeah. it out here yeah, with time. Yes. It's very awesome. Right. Thank you. Hey, how about that? How about that guy who just came in here to get a breath mint and got <laughs> he came in for breath mints, left for breath mints <laughs> yeah. and two beers. Can I grab baby. a beer for my buddy? <laughs> Hell yeah, no. man! You gotta admit, didn't that make the night a little cooler? Oh, yeah, oh, it did. Really cool. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> And I mean, yeah, yeah. Right. We, even we were setting up and people were shopping, looking at us. Like, we were struggling. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are these guys doing in here? I mean, no. uh, yeah, yeah, his buddy was yeah. probably like, what the fuck are we drinking? Dude? Oldest oh, countable awesome. wouldn't have it any other way. No, I love it. No, love it's, it. it's been a lot yeah. of fun. But, uh, Doug, so. thanks to you. I mean, yes, thank you, uh, Doug. With your with you coming on our show with your I book. created another first right yes, yeah no with, yep. yeah this you coming on with first. our book a first for me reading a book that was awesome. <laughs> yeah I mean shit. Seamus still hasn't read a book but that was sweet and I'm uh, reading a book uh, <laughs> yeah I think you were one of our first interviews and then uh, when Max talked to you about doing a show I thought we were just coming on your podcast and then no, he said he no. said no we're gonna do this in front of a lo- live audience and I said, all right. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna. Right. Yeah, but this is Give this me a is awesome. Marty Alien shirt. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sweet. No, this yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, fun. and thank Le- you. To learned you a lot of things, and yeah. uh, you continue know. to keep learning. Yeah, yeah. all I'll, part of the show. It's a first for us too. I'll bet you a twenty dollar bill. This is not the last time you're going to do a live. I cast hope not. In front I of hope people. not. Yeah. Too. Yep. I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. From yeah. Maybe UFO. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Awesome. Thank there you. we go. Hell Appreciate yeah. it. Let's go. Hell yeah. yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, Hell next yeah. week, next Hell time, yeah, Blatz. Or Schlitz. Oh, Schlitz. Yeah. <laughs> Bushlight. Oh. Limes. Oh. Who knows? Old style. Old style. Old style. Okay. Old style. Okay. Now we're talking. Yeah. Carl, you want to send us yeah, out Yeah, send here? us out. All right. Statement. Crazy. Be here firsthand. Absolutely. How it changed for nowadays when you guys like start doing what they call now podcast may have been something different around the time that you started everything up, but yeah. it was nice seeing like you guys learn like share experiences and kinda like bond, you know, together as like a team almost. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very yeah. cool. Yeah. That is it is really cool what she was talking about too, is two different worlds uh, coming together that back in our day it took you guys rooms full of equipment and huge control boards and machines and whatever to do something now that these kids just go boom i just posted a video yeah yeah it's not only, it's absolutely it's all over yes. the world baby it's, i think we can uh thank doug a little bit for that right? yes for his little yeah. bit of pioneering yeah well. if it was, yeah if it wasn't for doug we wouldn't be able to do that it wouldn't be <laughs> as easy yeah yeah Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Definitely. this was. I mean, 100%. this was. This is awesome. I was nervous since Monday for this. <laughs> I've been nervous as Doug proposed yeah. this idea to me. And then, like, yeah, what? Yeah, then we want to do what with us? We, we couldn't get the sound on the TV. I think we were all shaking in our boots, and then everybody then started a drinking. Old yeah, Milwaukee's everybody started drinking a couple beers, and <laughs> but this. I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> but but. It, <laughs> But it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Hell yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, this was fucking, this was awesome for yeah. us. Yeah. I mean, I think when we got into this two years ago, we started this, we didn't, I mean, me and Max always said we didn't care if we ever had viewers. It, right. it w- was never anything we got into to get people to watch us. It was honestly a thing for us to to really kind of try new shit, try new, just and connect with just, our community. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. With and, the, and the Green Bay UFO and get together and, and like, just and hang out. We just wanted to hang out. That's yeah. all we cared about. And uh, doing. and then meeting Doug, getting the opportunity to actually like talk to people. This, I mean, this is something I never even thought about. Nope. And nope. Uh, to be able to talk to you guys, I mean, with you, meeting you, you have, I mean, involves our family, too. Yeah. So. Pretty awesome. This man. is this is fucking really cool for us, yep. too. So. Definitely. Thank you for everybody coming Just out. Just the start. This is awesome. Just the start. Really, really cool. Well, one of the themes about you guys, you. you want to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, do, how yeah. do we do? Yeah. Woof, got cool. Way out there. Good. Yes. I'm we feeling a little bit more comfortable now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't know how many fucks we could say before. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know how culture we could be. <laughs> Give me another fucking beer. This thing ain't working. <laughs> All right, Carl, play the music yeah, to get us out of here, here, man. Yeah. Play uh, that. Who thank thorn. you, everybody. Give yeah. yourselves a round of applause. Yeah. Hey. Awesome. Thank, you, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you guys are great. Appreciate everybody. Episode one twenty six. One twenty six. Hold us accountable, baby. You can catch us every Thursday on Twitch. (laughs) All that good stuff. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Thank you. Hold us accountable, Deck Polinari. Here we go. Am I playing? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Y'all can kind of hear it. I guess. Your time is valuable. There's thousands of other podcasts that you could have settled for. But now you're just vibing with two goofy dudes from Wisconsin who like to discuss their problems and figure out ways to solve them. And challenge the listeners to get up out of their comfort zone. Try some shit they ain't done before. This is Hold Us Accountable. Yeah, this is Hold Us Accountable. Yeah, this is Hold Us Accountable. This is Hold Us Accountable. Hold us accountable.